What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. Well, welcome to Monday Night Roski, where we take the condom off and go all the way Roski, meat to sauce. This is the best entertainment here on YouTube. Anyway, welcome back to the evening service. I appreciate you for being here. You in here with the Bruce Wayne. It is Ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, new, 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 new the notorious world. one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachalini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with EWF, every woman's fantasy. Not only that. I am the unbinder from CEO of Fixes Binds LLC. I am the undebatable, the undeniable, the king of kings, the 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 CGAC got a lot of the black Moses of this, and the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game. And what else? The eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. Anyway, Mr. Graybeard is in the house. Gregorio Graybeard. I like that one. I saw that one there. World Reason says Gregorio Graybeard. Uh-oh, we yo. I like that one right there. Gregorio Graybeard. That's what we're going to ask. <laughs> Gregorio Graybeard. I like that one out there. Yes. Man. We getting more nicknames. I, I, I have to. <laughs> Chocolate Confucius. Oh, man. Shout out to Carl G. Chocolate Confucius. All right. There was a guy. He made a locals post. He made He put all my nicknames on my locals post. All right, and so uh, on the locals post, so we got Gregorio the Great, Gregorio Graybeard, and the Chocolate Confucius. Holy moly! All right, we gonna add all of them, brother. We gonna definitely add them. I like those, and I'm gonna forget, but I'm definitely gonna add those. I'm definitely gonna forget too. Wow, man, I love it. <laughs> we ready to go, man, to contribute to the day show. Dollar side, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Bimmo Coach Greg Adams. TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel where you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new All right, I see some brothers talking about Philippines might be going no fault divorce. Uh, and he said, passport bros, watch out. Hey, man, shout out. Look, I'm telling you, they're, they're making changes to their laws over there because they know it's a heavy bag to be made, the foreigners going over there. I actually covered that story. Uh, before but maybe it will bring it back up again they're reforming their their marriage laws and their divorce laws all right because um yeah it's some bags to be made so watch out they trying to get over here rich on y'all anyway man hey we got a great show for you let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show and then we'll talk about the topic the king of country love it he says thank you for your vital information's blessings thank you king of country much appreciated and um, yeah, man, very vital information, and I appreciate it. We did have some cash apps earlier. I noticed that these were for um, these were for the sports show, all right, because we did our sports football week seven review, and I see some people have hit me up over here. But Monte says, Coach, did you ever like Derek Carr? I did. I was a Derek Carr supporter, <laughs> all right. I was I was for Derek Carr, but after a while, Ninja, you can't defend him. After a while, you like. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was ready to get the hook. But New Orleans is finding out. You know what I mean? New Orleans is finding out what it is over there, man. Quarterbacks are hard to find. Quarterbacks are hard to find. Who else is in here? Okay, I think uh, I have, uh, is it Venmo? Somebody was hitting me up on Venmo earlier today on uh, 
on some uh, on the sports channel stuff. All right. Anyway, <laughs> the Flatback Estates. All right, you guys got some good nicknames. All right, shout out to El Jefe says CGA Sports Baby. And he says, I think if you give your picks since you're in Vegas, I think a lot of people will tune in, especially if you pick winners. Well, you know, maybe that'll come down the line. Maybe that'll come down the line. I'm still wrestling with, you know, I want men to make healthy choices. And, um, you know, if I if I start going the area of gambling and giving picks, you know, we want to make sure men can do it in a healthy manner. We don't want men to uh, do it because, you know, gambling is a, you got to be responsible. That would be like me promoting something that would be not the best healthiest thing here. But if we're doing it for fun, we're doing it for fun. But I don't want y'all ninjas coming after me. Y'all ninjas coming after me. All right. But anyway, uh, we got a great show for you lined up. Great show for you lined up today. We are, our main event topic is a gold digger. You can be my gold digger. Mm. So I can touch you all the time. She can be my gold digger. Mm. Hey, um, because all I want you to touch is mine. All right, so we got Gold Digger coming up, uh, a, a Gold Digger, a woman, a, a girlfriend of a former NBA owner and current NHL hockey team owner stole 500, almost $500,000 from the hockey owner. Yeah. Oh, man. Ninja's in a bind. Ninja's in a bind. All right, we're going to go over that story. We also have a feminist, a masculine feminist, just discovering why she's single. We have Doom and Gloom CGA, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. And then what else we got? Oh, we have Monique. Monique um, saying that she calls her husband daddy. All right. Okay, daddy. Why does she call her husband daddy, Monique? Okay, daddy. And Monique is a comedian, a female comedian um, that has been around. She was in the movie Precious. I believe she got uh, nominated for supporting actress. If not won it, she might have won it. Is she Academy Award winner? They need to announce her Academy Award winner, Monique. I don't think she won, though. Did she win? I might have to check it out. But uh, she's out here saying she's 51, 50-plus years old, and she's calling her husband Daddy. Okay, Daddy. She's going she's gonna to say why she does this. Yeah. Get him, Daddy. All right. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Do me a favor. Hit the like button on this stream. And, uh, yeah. We're going to talk about that. Uh, do me a favor. They said somebody, there's another stream going on. They're just arguing. You know, I really wrestle with uh, content creation. I try to stay the course. Uh, but ninjas love drama, <laughs> right? Ninjas love drama. So, uh, you know, drama get the views. You know, it's like Jerry Springer. Uh, ninjas is arguing over there. All right. Yeah, it is what it is. I see that's where everybody is right now. All right. Let me, let me go over on his stream and tell these ninjas to shut it down. Oh, that Puerto Rican is on there, too. I see that Puerto Rican old girl over there with him too. Tell tell the lead to get that Puerto Rican girl in order. All right, anyway. She did win the Oscar. She won. I think she won it. All right. Damn. That's crazy. All right. She won the Oscar. She didn't even have to give up no booty. Like uh Holly Berry had to give up the booty to get it. Did you see that movie Monster Ball? I didn't see the whole movie, but did you see Holly Berry? It's her name is Hallie, I suppose. Did you see Halle Berry getting her cheeks clippity clapped? Man, I saw that scene. I was like, there ain't no way that was fake. There's no way that was fake. All right. They had to be boning for real. 
they had to be boning. And I would have had to have a good, that would have been my third round. That would have been my third round. Because if it was round number one, I wouldn't have been able to go in like that. I would have busted in five strokes and I would have had to be like, all right, let me get, let me, let me get my first, let me get my first nut off real quick. All right. Just so I can get, and then let me get strong. Let me get the sensitivity off. Cause I'm going to imagine that booty was probably nice. Right. You know what I mean? Like this can't be the first one. I'm going to have to get it a week. I'm going to have to blow that back out for a week straight and then come back. But I, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to just be like, all right, action. This is my first take. All right, I see the booty. You know, when you feel the booty, it be soft. You be like, oh, inch. you know you go bust. Soon as you touch, you get up in there, roar. All right, out. They be like, all right, man, we need a good scene here. We need several camera angles. I'm going to be like, mm. all right, man, Ugh. this is not going to be camera, folks. This is going to be a quickie. <laughs> it's gonna be a quickie this is gonna be you ain't even go, hey i bet you you better set up 50 camera angles because i'm going in and it's gonna be done real quick it's gonna be done so soon as she wiggles soon as she moans it's a rap It's gonna be it's gonna be done right off the rip. Shows off the rails. Hey man. Anyway, how did we get talking about Halle Berry? This is crazy. <laughs> be gone. I will be sleep. They're gonna be like, wake up, man. We need to finish the movie. All right, man. Listen, man. Uh, I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be there tomorrow. Man, this show, this a rap. I can't, I don't know no lines or nothing. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Hey, Hallie, let me get a, let me get me around. Let me try to do that. Let me try. All right. Even at 55. Somebody said that's a YouTube short. Yeah. Oh, YouTube short for sure, man. I ain't going to get that in. Anyway. <laughs> Not the way they was going in. I'm going to have to have it a couple of weeks. Let me babysit that for a couple of weeks real quick. Then I'll be ready for you, baby. I got to be nice and strong for you. First round, no bueno. All right, let me get to uh, Doom and Gloom CGA. Now that the show's off the rails, let's go. The evening show is a little bit crazy. Doom and Gloom CGA, we got uh, something to cover here. What do we got going on here? We got Doom and Gloom CGA. What is this right here? A survey finds that people are finding it too expensive. Things are getting too expensive to have fun. All right. So that means the young lady's going to be in a bind. You know that. And so this is our article from October 19th says uh, there's no shortage of entertainment options these days between concerts, sporting events. Yeah. Streaming services. It's getting crazy. While these seem like the ideal form of rest and relaxation, it may not be much fun for your wallet. A recent survey shows that most people are inclined to find cheaper ways to have a good time. All right. And get out of a bind. If you're 18 years or older during the first week of September, nearly half of Americans are spending less money on entertainment. 
than they were before the pan scam pandemic. Additionally, more than half, 58% of respondents say they've had to cut back on their entertainment spending during the rising cost of activities relation related to inflation. But one group seems unfazed by shelling out the cash to have a good dime. It is Gen Z, Gen Zooted, Gen Zoomer, Gen Z pressed. It says right here, surveys found that only 43% are spending more on entertainment since the pandemic. Well, that makes sense. Most of them were in school. Approximately 17% of Gen Z consumers spend more than 300 monthly on entertainment. Well, you can't really fault Gen Z for that. I mean, come on, man, because they got they missed the nightclubs. They was they was uh, locked down in school. Many of them missed graduation. So they're spending more, but they didn't have nothing to start with. So what what did they have to start with? Most of the Gen Z, the oldest Gen Z when the pandemic started was got to be 21 years old, 20. Most of them were not even post-college age. So, of course, they're spending more. But by the way. I saw a great meme of all the streaming services. They said if you have six streaming services, it actually combines to the uh, price of cable. So the days are gone where you can say, I cut the cord and I'm, I'm saving less on cable. Those days are gone. If you have six streaming services, which a lot of people do, yeah, you definitely, you definitely spend it more than you would on cable. All right, next doom and gloom right here is going to be a man that's going to talk about the upcoming housing inventory, potentially housing crisis. And he looks like a guy that hasn't, he wasn't around in 2008. You have to remember 2008 was 15 years ago. And this guy looked like he probably was a teenager in 2008. So his frame of reference is a little bit off. But this is a guy who's a homeowner. He's also a owner who rents out one of his properties that he owns. And now he's drawing conclusions as to what's going to happen here when uh, some of that uh, adversity he's facing. So listen up if you're considering getting into real estate, money mindset, buying real estate, waiting for deals. Let's hear what he has to say. So people don't think this crash is about to happen. And the reason that you honestly haven't seen a big crash, the the main reason is because there's such low inventory inside the United States. However, if you look at all the permits and everything that's been set up by these big developers, they are building a crap ton of of new of new residential homes. So you have that, but then there's also something else that you have to figure in is the amount of foreclosures that are about to happen. We've seen a rise recently in the amount of foreclosures, but also just the fact of Airbnb. Airbnb is something else. A lot of people bought all these houses to do short-term rentals, and now you're seeing a huge revenue drop in Airbnbs across the U.S. But here's something else. I want to give you an example. I have one rental property right now, And I refinanced a few years ago to a 2.25% interest rate. I had a 2.25 interest rate and I was the, the, it was around $1,200 over $1,200 was the mortgage. And I was able to rent it out for 1850. Oh, and so I had a pretty good profit margin. It was, it was great. Um, and then last year I Uh got hit raise in property taxes in Texas down here in San Antonio, raise in property taxes. That bumped up my mortgage to over $1,600. All right, and so there you go right there. Uh, That's one of the issues that you have. Shout out to San Antonio, Texas, by the way, and those gorditas. All right, but uh, property tax increase, I actually was covering that. Texas was having extreme property uh, tax increases, especially with the amount of people running down there from California and so forth. And Austin's a liberal uh, place, so 
Now, you've obviously seen how liberalism, socialism works. They said, oh, you're going to come down here? We're going to make you pay for it. Property tax increase. How else was he infected? So his property that he was renting out for 1850, now all of a sudden his property taxes got increased to his original payment that he refied. Now he's up to 1900 So he's eating 100 bucks real quick. Okay, took a huge chunk of my profits. And I'm, I'm still got some money. Okay, it's all good. Just got my 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 estimated mortgage that's going to be hitting in November over nineteen hundred dollars nineteen nineteen sixty I believe I'm there's, renting it out for eighteen fifty there's so a now I'm in the hole now he's in the hole that fast and I'm thinking about like I'm in a good situation and I can cover that uh oh you know but I I think about all the people that have bought properties especially in these last two years that were overpriced that had a high interest rate. And what are they doing whenever property taxes and things like this? They're going to go into whole thousands of dollars. I can't imagine. I'm trying to imagine if I'm going in the hole in just two years, my mortgage went from 1200 to over 1900 just because of property taxes and some insurance increases. That alone, what the hell is everyone else going to do that has a, a five plus interest rate and they see property taxes go up or any of these extra costs? Everyone wants to bitch at the landlord. All right, and so let me stop it right there. Yeah, there's always going to be extra costs. And, um, you know, if you have PMI, that's going to be an extra cost. Property taxes, you're raising insurance. People's insurance rates have uh, went up 12 30, uh, to 20% uh, increase. And when you look at that, you add that on to uh, – and Florida had a similar situation where they stopped insuring many of the homes out there because, you know, global warming but or hurricanes and natural disasters. So you have that. So if this continues to go on, you're going to see people in dire straits. I've already seen people put their houses up for sale. I'm starting to see people put their houses up for sale. Um, And uh, this is going to create for an interesting market. So are we looking for a crash? Not necessarily, but what we're looking for is a little bit of flux. And uh, people aren't going to be able to refi either. No refi. And if you can't refi, uh, you're going to be in some interesting situations. I believe that's it for us. Oh, no. One more video. Doom and Gloom CGA. Apparently, this is a video of a father that uh, showed up to their uh, daycare. Looks like a daycare or a kindergarten class. And he finds his son in a dress. He finds his son in a dress. Somebody said 20 to 30% increase in home uh, insurance. Yo, these things are going to mess people up. But uh, let's play this video. Man finds his son in a... Dress at daycare. Let that be the first and last time I see you do that, please. Thank you. Take, take that out. Take, take that out immediately. I'll go. Here, I'll go take the one. I'll go take it up. Take it up. And you guys never ever let my son put a dress on. Ever. Okay. Ever, ever, ever. Okay. You understand me? Like, ever. Like, ever. Yeah. Okay. No problem. No worries. You guys gotta do that. First time in that. Ever. Ever. All right, Papa was not having it right there, man. I'm happy. All right, Pappy was not having it. And I'm going to tell you, when you do this to these liberal shit-ass teachers, what will happen is they'll call you abusive. They'll be like, oh, he's abusive. He yelled at us. Ma'am, you have my son in a dress, <laughs> right? I, I'm just letting you know, do not get caught. And as a matter of fact, there's another young Latino boy right back there with a pink dress. So they, he got caught, too. So they've been out here. This is how they slowly indoctrinate you. They don't give a damn. They think it's cute. Well, kids don't care. All right, come on, man. Listen, 
I don't want my kid in daycare and address. I don't. Don't don't do it. Ninja, if I want to do that, I can decide to do that. But you ain't putting no goddamn dress on my kid. All right, let's go ahead and and I'm glad he stood up because a lot of parents are cowards, spineless, jelly back, yellow back, spineless ass cowards. All right, but here we go. Here we go right here. Look, there go his son right there, all tippy toe right there. Yep, they'll call him a narcissist. They'll say he was aggressive and he yelled at us. He made us meet. And then they like first and last time. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And look at how you picking up your son. That's definitely not how you want to tr- pick your son up. I would have been pissed too. I would have been like, oh, hell no. All right, but they would have called you. <laughs> they would have called you all kind of names, man. That That is, uh, that's out of line. That's out of line. This is why I'm not a big fan of daycare. That's why I'm not a fan of daycare. First of all, the daycare workers aren't really qualified. They're not the best workers. So why would I have these people raising my kids? Anyway, sad thing here. That's doom and gloom. And straggle and sniggle theater. Slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. All right, we got it locked up right here. We got uh, a young woman that says, well, I forgot what she says, but, actually- but uh, oh man, okay, we got a nice little Asian Ling Ling there. What, what is her background? Let me look here. You know, I know my Asian persuasion, I know who I be putting hands on hips. All right, let me see here. Um, she looks kind of fill. She looks kind of peanut to me. I'm gonna go with Filipina. I'm gonna go with Pina. Uh, cause yeah, I don't see. Yeah, I'm gonna say Pina, cause I could tell by that chunky ass head. Mm. Yeah, she got a chunky ass head. All right, but uh, yeah. Uh, let's see what she has to say real quick, and then you can determine what kind of where she comes from there. All right. Uh oh, actually, I should give her her intro music real quick. There, there's her. Uh, somebody said Vietnamese. Okay. Yeah. All right. There it is right there. I have a peanut that looks just like her, by the way. Korean? I don't know about Korean, but listen, I'm I'm working on my... I'm working on my soju. Is it soju? Suju? I'm working on my soju. All right, here we go right here. Just had this thing in high school where I would teach guys how to make out in a bathroom. So there'd be a line of guys waiting to make out with me. So I always had like that energy of trains like in me. Trains are my passion. I think it's a really empowering thing to do as a woman because you're all here. Yeah, they're all here for me. It's everything I say goes like there. No one goes over the line. It's only what exactly what I want to do. I think it's all women should do it. All right, that train yang. All right, so obviously a prawn star, as we call it here. Yeah, somebody says she's a Pina or a Vietnamese. She Korean. Okay, we throwing them all out. Uh, but um, I normally don't see chunky Koreans like that. But uh, train yang. It's just gonna be bad at me. All right, but uh, she's like curls. Go ahead and get that. Train yang. All right, yo. Go ahead and fold her ass up like a love letter from the second grade. She says, go get you a... Trying. All right, she a nasty girl. Yikes. All right, yeah, let's see what she talking about. I actually had this thing in high school where I would teach guys how to make out in the back. High school. That's somebody's daughter. High school. Damn, man. What If your daughter is this girl in high school, how you feeling, man? Somebody says Korean. Soju. Is it soju? Yeah. Confirm Filipina. All right, we got it. 
I'm going with Pina. All right, but uh, here we go right here. Uh, what, what's going on, man? High school. She got a line of ninjas making out. All right, crazy. Bathroom. So there'd be a line of guys waiting to make out with me. So I always had like that energy. A line of ninjas. And look at the sister in the back. She's in the back like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. She's like, wait. What that mean? Wait, a line of ninjas making out with you, boy. She was a she was a sperm receptacle in high school. High school. You have trains like in me. Trains are my passion. I think it's a really empowering thing to do as a empowering. Who thinks train? Who thinks trains are empowering? Trains are empowering. I suppose. Hey, listen, she the receiver. I don't really give a damn. All right, that's crazy. Trains are empowering to women. I I can see it. I, I, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. All right, here we go. The women, because you're Trains? all here. Yeah, they're all here for me. It's everything I say goes. Like, there, no one goes over the line. It's only what exactly what I want to do. I think it's a, all women should do it. Train. The Jezebel spirit is real. All women should do it, ladies. And especially the penis. If that's what we're doing. Sign me up. All right, here we go here. They like, choo-choo. My goodness. Uh, but if you ever been, I've actually, I don't want to say too much, but I've actually, well, never mind. This is a family show. <laughs> All right, this is a family show. Uh, moving on here. Let's see here. Uh, we have what's going on here, something that CGA actually warned you about. We're here, ladies and gentlemen. This is a new headline here inside Los Angeles Los Angeles's brazen SEGS market where near naked women sell themselves for as little as $40. Oh my goodness. Man. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And uh, I warned you about this. This is something that has come to uh come to fruition, come to pass, if you will. CGA told you that we're gonna be here. Definitely not tell oh, you know what? Let me put up my banner. Uh let me put my banner up as I talk about this, because ninjas be trying to clip. I'm telling you, I don't promote illegal activity. I don't encourage you to solicit at all. I discourage solicitation on streets. Absolutely. But I told you, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going. And it's only going to get worse. These young girls. Your rent's due, motherfucker. They's in a bind. They's in a bind. All right? They're not going. Hey, listen. One of the reasons I told you that this is de-evolution. This is literally the de-evolution of the American women. Thank you, feminism. Thank you, feminism. I mean, listen, it ain't my fault. Feminism, fistful of 20s. You don't even need a fistful. You just need two 20s. Damn. But I told you, this is what Amer Gen Z women are going to turn to. And then Gen Alpha is going to turn to it next. Gone are the days where women are going to go. I'm, listen, the majority of women, they're going to choose some sort of work in this area. They've already set it up, promoted it. Sex work is work. Kamala Harris. All right, all of these things, they've already set it up. It's already going to go here. Some women are not going to go work at Wendy's. They're not going to go work at the Golden Corral. They're definitely not going to go work, uh, get a degree, and sit in an office because you can't pay off the debt. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. Yep. All I got to do is put my card in. That's it. And put the PIN number, and boom, money just comes And out. I also said the value of peace leave going to plummet. And there you go, 40 bucks. Ninja. I wouldn't do it. All right. I definitely wouldn't do no shit like that. I ain't got no interest in any of that, but I can see how a person would, you know what I mean? You, I can always put myself in the position of another person. All right. But listen, <laughs> just somebody said, if your money, right, you get a hell of options. I told T Terry, 
I've been telling you that for three years. Ninja, I said, no dead weight. Get your money right. The piece, price of Peace League going to plummet. They're going to flood the market. I've been telling y'all that for how long? Get leveraging options, Ninja. The days are gone where y'all got to get begged for a little bit of stank. It's gone. And y'all, listen, again, I'm not encouraging. Let me, let me put my ticker up here. I'm not promoting or encouraging anything. I told you we're going this way. There's no stopping it. Hey, if anybody wants to know, there's no stopping it. This is only going to get worse. I've been saying this since uh, 2019 where I said they're going to be knocking on your door for bottles of water. Selling, give me, try to sell you some punani. That's where we're going. It's no stopping it now. I know people are going to wonder, like, what do we do now? How you going to stop it? <laughs> You're not going to stop it. You can only hope to contain it. You can just maybe stop your kid from doing it and barely that. You can barely do that. Man, do you know what this economy is, is right now, man? It just, these girls is. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. <laughs> Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. I warned you. I warned you to get right, get right with God, get right with the masculinity, get right with the order of man. But nope, you guys done took it too far. Now there's no going back. There's no going back. As a matter of fact, we have this woman out here who, uh, and I played this video before, but I thought it was pretty funny. This woman here in Phoenix, guys, Phoenix, Seattle, Los Angeles, New York, with the immigrants coming over, the immigrant coming over, not many of the immigrants that come over are women, but when they come over here, we showed you that neighborhood in, I think it was uh, Queens, and they took over. Girls just outside. I mean, they it, it's a wrap. <laughs> right here we go right here. This one right here, I think she's in Phoenix. And uh, this guy says, uh, how much? And she says how much, and he gives her another job to see if she actually wanted to do another job. So this is the argument where you have, oh, these are uh, traffic victims. Well, not really. I, I offered you the same amount of money to do another job. She said, nope. All right, let's go ahead and play the video. I mean, here it is. Uh, sounds like traffic volunteers to me. What, what do you, what do you do anything? Blowing sets. Nah, but I need somebody to wash my truck. You think you do it for 120? To wash your truck? Yeah, in and out. I'm not washing nothing. Really? Yep, there it is right there. Look, I'm telling you, he gave him another option. <laughs> he tried to save that saggy, waggy-ass skeezer. All right, and she said, nope. Nah, nah, fam, nah. I only suck and suck. <laughs> all right, that's all I do. That's what she said. Suck and buck. That's all I'm doing. That's all my, they lazy. See, this is the problem y'all have. Not only are they depressed, they're lazy. They don't want to do shit. <laughs> They don't want to do shit, fam. They like, what? Oh, hell no. I mean, this is your opportunity to not have to give up no punani and suck on nothing. Nah. Because she knows she's going to try to get you off in 15 minutes. She's like, it's going to take me an hour or something to wash that truck. <laughs> All right, yo. They out here trying to be in these streets. They, they want to be out here. They wants to be out here, man. Don't ever let the, not all of them. I'm just telling you, man. This is a cold, cold world. She like, uh-uh. 15 minutes, I'll be in and out with my, what did she ask for, 150? She out of her mind with that saggy ass. Look at this body. Body made by uh, orangutan, bro. Yeah, this woman got four kids with them udders. Look at that body. 
Slop a lop. Mm. Look at that body. Oh, that's the Jesus. That's oh, the humanity. Gordita. That body is flabby. Flaps. All right, let me stop. Uh, look at her. She got one pair of shoes on. What does she got? All right, here she come. Old last dragging her feet. <laughs> dragging her feet. What? What do you? But you do anything? Now, nah, but I need somebody to wash my truck. You think you do it for 120? To wash your truck? Yeah, in and out. I'm not washing nothing. Really? Yeah. Uh, yep, no. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. My goodness. Man, man, it's no hope for the future. All right, this is crazy, man. You got to be careful out here, gentlemen. This is a woman. Uh, What do I tell you, man? CGA is on it. I say the tough things and people really have to deal with it. Check this out. This is a woman that says she, I'm not going to put her name, but this is a woman's, um, this is a woman's, uh, what do you call it? Instagram story or fake book story or, uh, Snapchat, snapper chat. Uh, this is her story right here. This is what she puts, man, boy, they not even trying to hide it. It says in the caption down here, I love being sick on top of being mentally ill. I done told y'all about these. Oh, my goodness. This is crazy. Oh, the humanity. They ain't trying to even hide it. Yo. Oh, the humanity. Generation zooted. And look at that hand. Look at her hand. That's a young woman. That's a young woman that's got to be 15 to 22. Her hand, her hand looks like a young woman. What in the hell? Man, I could never. I could never. I can't even do this with my supplements. I have a hard time. After three days of, of drinking now multivitamins and black seed oil, after three days, my throat be like. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Pause. I'm like, I ain't about to do this shit every day, fam. What in the hell? Oh, man, this is a disgrace. This is a disgrace, man. We gone, man. Listen, send it. Man, I love being sick on top of being mentally ill. Send it. Man, we live in a effed up culture. <laughs> Our culture is jacked up. Like, I wouldn't even do that, man. I don't even know how sick I would have to be to pop the many pills. Right? <laughs> it's like... And if somebody offered me a pill, I'd be like, man, if you don't get that shit up out my face, this is crazy. All right, what is this crazy here? All right, what else do we got here? We have uh, one more. Let's do one. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, let's do one more. There was a woman actually talking about this on one of the clips I was going to share. But I don't got it. Hold up for a second. Did I refresh the screen? Oh, here it is. Okay, I got to do this. Uh, this guy's going to talk about relationships and love. All right, if it is in love... Let's hear what he has to say. I am not saying it's impossible to find love. All I'm saying is that statistically, you have not. From the bottom of my heart, I believe that 80% of relationships in the world are horseshit. <laughs> A bunch of people who never took time to learn how to be alone, therefore never learned how to love themselves, so you employed someone else to do it. Prove me wrong. Oh man, oh that bitter that this would be me as a stand-up comedian. Uh I'm a bit too real to be a stand-up comedian. You know, 
these normies will be sitting up there. They like to laugh at knee slappers. <laughs> you could tell the laughs are uncomfortable because he hitting on some truth. He ain't lying. He hitting on the truth. So they out there trying to laugh. <laughs> yeah, people are dependent. I'll be telling you, watch out for people who have, they constantly pursuing relationships, constantly in and out of relationships. They barely get out of a relationship. They back in another one. These people are super duper dangerous. I always tell you, watch out for them because they've never experienced being alone. I will even take a woman that says, hey, I want to focus on myself. That's great because they're showing that they're capable of not being attached to someone. Most people just want to be in a relationship with anybody. Like, like let's say they're in a relationship and it ain't going well. They'll stick in it. And then when they finally break up, they try to do get themselves some space. They be right back in another one. Right back in another one within six weeks. And I don't get that. That shit is really, that's really unstable. Unstable. Yeah, unstable. I am not saying it's impossible to find love. All I'm saying is that statistically, you have not. From the bottom of my heart, I believe that 80% of relationships in the world are horseshit. I believe that too. I mean, I've been telling you the statistics related to that. Most of them ain't nowhere. There's nothing going on there. There's one person sandbagging. All right, they mostly, I mean, shout out to the people that got good relationships. I'm not trying to diss you. All right, but most of them going nowhere. Most of them are based on something other than love. It is what it is. I know people don't want to deal with this. A bunch of people who never took time to learn how to be alone, therefore never learned how to love themselves, so you employed someone else to do it. Prove me wrong. Can't prove them wrong. Uh, most of them, they, they need the other person to love, confirm, affirm them, and uh, validate them and all of that stuff. You know, that you need someone to do stuff with and go out and go to the movies and go to the farmer's market, the fair, the festival, go to, go to the events, family events. Oh, there's my husband. There's my boyfriend. There's my girlfriend. There she is. There she is. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, when you travel, when you travel, uh, you know, we're going to go on a trip <laughs> and they just be, you know, they just be walking around together. I mean, how many times have you fucked on this trip? For real, especially if you took kids with you on the trip. I got to ask you, how many times have you fucked on the trip? Like you went to, let's just say you went, uh, you went to Vegas. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a family show. How many times have you had intercourse? You're on a family trip. You see those family. Hold on for a second. You, you know the families I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, the Gordita family from San Antonio. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the family from Kansas. The family from Kansas and Iowa. Hold on, let me, let me find an Iowa couple. <laughs> a couple from Iowa. Let me see here. A typical Iowa couple. Or a typical uh, couple from, um, from Arkansas. Let me see if I can get a good picture of one. Uh, this would be a good one. I don't know if they're famous. Okay, let me see here. I must, uh, okay, this is a good one right here. Oh, that might be a, that might be a mom. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. All right, this this family right here. They this one looks good. This one looks good. We'll go with these guys. We'll go with these guys. <laughs> we'll go with these guys. 
Like they 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 get all their stuff, they pack all their stuff. They're like, we're gonna go to Vegas. And they got two kids with them. And they come from all the way from Iowa, Davenport, Iowa, and come all the way to Las Vegas, and all they do is walk around shopping. All they do is walk around aimlessly through the casinos. All they do is walk around through the luxury store area and ain't going to buy a damn thing. All they doing is just walking around day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six. And nobody has touched the other person's private parts, especially if there's kids. So you didn't came all the way to Vegas. You didn't came all the way from Boise and ain't nobody got it on. Nobody clapped no cheat. Man, please, you could have stayed in Iowa. You could have stayed in Davenport with that bullshit. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> By the way, funny story here, and I'll get, I'll get to it. Funny story. There's a couple like that. I've told this story before. There's a couple like that that I, that I met here when I was married. And the couple was... The couple looked kind of like that, but they were much younger. And the woman looked like that, like a plain Jane. Now, plain Janes is freaks. I'm just letting you know. They freak as yourself. So the story goes like this for my new viewers. So the, the couple was a friend of my then wife's brother. This woman must have had something set up because one night we're going to a football game. We went to a football game, Wyoming and um, uh, UNLV. So we're going to go to the game. And she was like, oh, I don't really want to go to the game. I'm going to go to the Palms. So she goes to the Palms by herself, allegedly. I was like, hold up for a second. Wait a minute. Who are you? So she goes to the Palms and she's a woman from like Colorado. You know, them Colorado white girls, these girls like this, the plain Janes like that. Really pink toes, pale for no reason, right? Pale for no reason. No eyeliner, no mascara, just just eyelashes. So this was before smartphones. Just mind you, this is before smartphones. So crazy story is she goes to the Palms. We go to the football game. But as we're the night's progressing, we had these little flip phones, Molarola. You could tell there's something going on. He's kind of like worried. But of course, his friends are reassuring him. And all of the women on the trip were with us. She's the only one that went to the Palms. She's the only one. And you could tell it was kind of getting to him. And so along the night, as the night's ending for the football game, y'all are like, oh, she's stuck. Um, she's leaving. She's trying to leave the Palms. She's stuck at the top. Um, there's a long line to get down the elevator. A long line. So I'm sitting there, and I initially said, bruh, there ain't no way. There ain't no way. So I'm the first one that says she cheating. Mm. Now, you know me. I was like, she cheating. And so I was really careful about who I said because I had a lot of blue pill normies around me. I was like, yo, she met somebody here. It was like, no, no, no. They're getting married. They're engaged. And I'm sitting here like she met someone here. This was what year was this? This had to be like 06, 05, something like that. I was like, she cheating. And I was the only one that said it, and nobody else was agreeing with me. I was like, so what? 
So we get back to the hotel after the game. She's still stuck. She's still stuck in the uh, elevator or whatnot. And then she's making up exclusives. Oh, I can't get down, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yo, this is crazy. So we all go to our rooms. We stay up late. I think we went, we, we even went walking down, you know, to the old Tropicana. We're doing all the stuff. We get to the room. It's one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock. She still ain't back at the crib. She still, she ain't still back at, at the room. So we like, oh shit. I'm like, dude, next morning, next morning, we are at breakfast. We're at breakfast. This woman that looks kind of like this. I mean, she, I think her hair was a lot darker. And the dude looked kind of like this. But remember, they're like, they're like 25, 26, 27. Next day, we at, we at breakfast. And she walks in the door. She walks in. And he meets her. Like, before, we, before she gets to where we're sitting for breakfast, he gets up and he meets her. And then they go to the, they go off to their room. They go off to her room. And I was sitting there like, yo. I was like, this woman went to somebody's room and got worn. He wore that punani. She, whoever had that, wore that punani out. Wore that shit out. (laughs) I was like, yo, this is wild. I was like, there ain't no way in hell. There ain't no way in hell. Ain't nobody beat that up. I'm like, where did you come from? You know, so what happened was, what happened was I'm nosy. I'm sitting there like, I got to know. So we go out, we start doing our excursions and stuff. So I pull one of the dudes to the side. I'm like, hey, man, dude, what happened? That was like, oh, no, it's fine. It all worked out. Somebody busted them cheeks. And so when people be like, who hurt you? And what type of girls are you meeting? Girl, guys, this girl was the simplest looking woman. Simple. She was a simple. Where's my picture? She was a simple looking woman. And everybody was just cool, really laid back. Nobody was flashy. She wasn't like a skeezer looking chick. She was a plain Jane chick like this. And she went disappearing act on that ninja. I was like, yo. I would never. I was like, I could never. I was like, don't. I looked at my wife at the time. I was like, don't ever think. Don't ever think. And at this time, I was like, she met somebody. Like, where would you, where would you be at? Anyway, I was like, damn, man, these girls is cold. <laughs> Down and cold on you ninjas, man. And uh, he was kind of a beta-ish. They probably got like three kids right now. He, pro- he certainly married her. They probably got three kids. <laughs> and she's still thinking... Like, I'm still bringing the story up. She like, man, tag team on her ass. Anyway, I would have folded too, by the way. But anyway, let me get to these contributions, man. That was Straggle and Single Theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? All the ladies like, no, she probably didn't cheat. She probably fell asleep by the elevator. Yeah, man. It's a cold, cold world out here. It's an evil world. It's an evil world we live in. Porsche specialist says that scene in Monster Ball was real. Apparently, it caused a divorce between Billy Bob and Angelina Jolie. I don't blame that ninja either, for real. So it was real. There was no way that they can act that good. Dennis B says, for not being afraid to speak the truth. Thank you, man. 
And um, yeah, man, I'm actually getting my truth speaking challenged, but it ain't going to stick. Skittle says, coach, I'm fully disabled vet with PTSD and anxiety. And even my medication isn't as much as that girl's LOL daily walks and keeping a purpose is all I need. Thank you for your service, brother. And uh, good to hear that you in good spirits and you not zooted that much uh, for a fully disabled vet. I appreciate you for being here. Keep keep walking, stay healthy, and all of that stuff. And again, thank you for your service. O-T-O-B-O, a white woman in college I liked. When I was in school, called me lame and boring. She's an alcoholic and takes those pills you just showed. I ran away from her, man. Let me tell you. Uh, young men, I want you to listen. Young men, I want you to listen. If she on medication, I would avoid. If she take, listen, I know people, there's men here that take medication. Shout out to you. If the woman's on meds, avoid her. Take, take the next, take the next woman. Trust me, your future self is going to thank you for this. But the problem is when we talk about Jen Zudit and a lot of American women, a lot of them on meds. I wish I would have listened to that advice. I'm <laughs> just letting you know. Pass. Pass on it. It, it ain't worth it. Guys, it's not going to be worth it. It's going to be a headache for the rest of your life. <laughs> just right now. It, find another bitch. <laughs> Please. I, I wish I would have known. Yeah, man. They, they're, it ain't going to be worth it. Now, the sex might be worth it, but it ain't going to be worth it. Trust me on this one. I know I just limited your options again. Brown through an O. Shout out to you. Inglewood up to no good. Shout out to uh, Cesar V. Says, uh, Coach, advice is gold. He says, messing with an adulterous woman is a bad idea. I had to learn by placing my hand on the stove. Sancho Services is shutting down. Yeah, man, look. I always tell you, man, Do yeah, leave them married broads alone. Leave them alone. Let them go. Tell If you meet a married girl and she offered you some punani, tell her to go suck her husband off. It ain't worth it. It's not. Dude, they're going to mess. They're going to they're gonna cause a storm around you that ain't going to be worth it. I know every now and then, again, you know, it's, it's rolling the dice. I'm just letting you know. Uh, a married woman come up to me. I'm like, dude, you're going to need a permission slip or you're going to need to leave my ass alone. I ain't got no time. Yeah, they be in a they be in messed up situation. Who is this? Michael R. Hey coach, I just finished the free agent lifestyle and love the show. I have a question. What advice do you have for us Chads out here that these girls are trying to throw it at? He says, "Can you hit me up?" He says, "Can I hit him up?" Is it Rocco Sofredo style and keep the receipts? What do I do? Yeah, you just got to be careful. You got to be careful with them. Most of the time you'll be fine. Uh, syphilis and gonorrhea and chlamydia is going around. So chads are in a situation where you just got to be very selective. You'll, you're going <clears> to, <throat> you're going to get your ups. I'll never turn you, tell you to turn down being a chad, but you got to be, have, have discipline as well. So be careful. Uh, I'm going to show you a story of a, a woman that, you know, even when you have money and you're a chad, you can still be a target, but just be careful. Exercise discretion, you know, go get yourself built up. You know, if you're already built up, just exercise discretion when you're dealing with them. Not all women are worth an easy bang. No. 
right? I, I don't rarely, like, I don't look for one-night stands. I know people think that. I don't look for one-night stands. I want to check. I want to vet you. I want to see what you're talking about. I want to see if you're crazy. I want to see if you love attached. I want to see if you're, you know, you know, you, you know, you're, if you're reckless with your body. Like, I'm not looking for one-night stands. Mm-mm. Because they come with a lot of problems. Like, I, I want to at least talk it to you, look at you, sit with you for about 45 minutes, look at your ass, right? I want to see how you pull up to the crib. If you got ninjas in the backseat ready to jump out, leaving my door unlocked. I want to know. I want to know what's going on. I want to know. Yeah, protect your meat and your seed. Triggerverse says $40 for, uh, is it Comer? Or Coomer activities. I think that's what it means. He says, shaking my head. What if you have a Groupon? Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal out here. No, man. I don't like to mess with $40 hook. That's just, that's beneath me. Like I said, (laughs) I can see how people do it. He says, bro, I want to build an art because the times of Noah is here. Triggerverse says, also, here's a doom and gloom. You hear about the devil comment, the devil comment hurling its way to earth. I never heard of it, but uh, we heard about the, the meteor or the asteroid. Yeah, we heard about that. What are we doing here? We got a couple more, and then I'm going to head over to uh, Super Chats and Venmo. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> the 49ers getting ran over. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to Maryland guy says, Coach, I would love to, fly, to be a fly on the wall seeing some of these people 15 years later. Oh, they're going to be a mess. Damn, there was an Instagram. There was a, a video vixen somebody sent me. She looked a mess. All right, but they don't, guys, women typically don't do well long-term. Shout out to Larry C. He says, a few bucks for the chocolate Confucius. Thanks for all you do, coach. Take me out with the Undertaker bell out here. Indeed. We got a couple more. We're going to get back to the show. Clifford Charles says, I think as, wait, I think he says, oh, I think as an anesthesia professional, make sure your partner has a pulse. Before you do the deed, don't mess with sedated partners. Find another bish. Yes. Hey, uh, young men, this is great advice. Do not mess with drunk women. Do not mess with drunk women. I know, man. I know. Like, all of these rules I have is literally will save your life. Don't mess with drunk bishes. I know. You're like, well, who do I mess with? (laughs) Look. Just play the odds. Play the numbers like it's a numbers game. Like, I'm talking about a drunk girl passed out floppy. Not a girl that's tipsy. Like, that's different. A girl that's tipsy, but even then. I'm talking about a girl, she like, ha, ha, ha. Like a Kaylee. Like, white girl wasted. White, white girl wasted. Let's look that up. Let's look that up. White girl wasted. Uh, let me see here. Let's, let me explain white girl wasted. Oh, here, it, this is a good picture right here. All right. This is, this is a, uh, right there. White girl wasted. Never mess with white girl wasted. All right. They are, they don't know. They're going to wake up and act like they don't know what they did, but they know exactly what they did. When they be laughing and zooted, when the coca hit and the alcohol and the 40 shots that she take, took at the bar. Yep. 
He's do not mess with white girl wasted. These women will tear your whole life up. They're going to claim, oh, I don't know what I was thinking. Man, what are the 49ers doing? All right, this is a, tr- oh my God, Jesus. These 49ers are sad. All right, but never mess with white girl wasted. They're going to wake up the next day. I don't know what happened. I woke up. My panties were around my knees. And my tampon was around my ankle. I didn't know where I was. It was a ninja sleeping next to me. I asked him, what happened? Now, here's the thing. Yeah, the Josie. I, I don't know, man. I've never drink. I've never drank myself to white girl wasted. But I have a question. I have a question. I've never drank to that point of blacking out. How do you wake up? I'm just, just listen. How do you wake up and you don't know what happened? Did we do the deed? I think we did. I don't know. Maybe we did. How? How? Like, how you clapping cheeks, but you blacked out? Like, you don't know. I know the mind is weird because the mind can, the mind can make you do stuff like that. So you can not recall short-term memory. But, nah. <laughs> if I see this right here, because she's going to go home. She's going to come in, white girl wasted, to her roommate. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. She's going to come home, white girl wasted, to her roommate. She's going to be doing the walk of shame, and then she's going to get there. Then she's going to be like, man, oh, they're going to be like, Kaylee, how are you? Oh, I'm so hungover. Oh, man. Okay, where were you? I was with a guy, a giga chat, a Tyrone. What happened? I don't know. I don't remember anything. But I did wake up with my panties around my ankles. Oh, really? And she was like, in my bunghole feels a little bit sore. And my peace leave got, and the peace leave is sticky. She's going to start. And her friends are like, hey, wait a minute. You were drunk. You were passed out. You don't remember it. You were graped. Mm. <laughs> right? You were great. And she was like, nah, I really think, you know, I probably consented. You can't consent when you're drunk. Nah, man, nah, nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> All right, hell no, not me, man. Hey, listen, white girl wasted is off limits. Let me go just show you right here. All right, Latinas, on the other hand, you might give them a pass. All right, because they don't act like these. White girls act like they're pure uh, Puritans. Right? They're, they can pull off the act. If you see a Chola chick, a Latina Chola chick, a Chola chick won't act white girl wasted. But if you meet a suburban girl, she's going to act like this. I don't care what race she is. And they're going to be giggling and sniggling. <laughs> they're going to be like, he giggling and sniggling. They're going to be like, do whatever you want. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Laying there like a rag doll. Ninja, you taping it? Clapping them cheeks just... She nasty on you as soon as she get home. <laughs> I didn't consent. <laughs> Straight going to jail. And you're going to be like, well, I was drunk too. I can't consent too. They be like, no, nah, you can consent, fam. You can consent. <laughs> Jesus. We live in an effed up world, man, for real. And I'm having to tell you this because it's literally a trap. Avoid it. Crypto Keeper, Coach, my best buddy who was married. 
and carries all the leverage in this relationship with a big wife got barricaded out of his house. He is paying for by his wife because he came home from the bar late. Damn. It's real out here. It's real. Indeed. All right. I actually tell you because, uh, you know, y'all ninjas don't really think this is a game. I mean, you guys think this is a game. Now you locked out of your house, your mastodon wife. And by the way, she was waiting to kick him out. She was looking for a reason. She was looking for a reason to, to do this. And all you did was supply the reason. She was, she was ready to do it. Like, you don't go to that level. You wait for him to get home and be like, oh, where were you doing? But she was looking for a reason. And she got the reason. So watch out for them. This is the predatory games that they play. By the way, somebody asked me about black girls wasted. What should, what should you do? Well, black girls don't get wasted. They don't get wasted. They don't get white girl wasted. Okay. They don't get chola wasted either. You know what they do? You know what they do? They start fighting. Black girls either start fighting or get quiet. They just get quiet. And they think about all the trauma in their past. They might start crying. Or they're going to start arguing and fighting. And you definitely don't want to do that. Right, you definitely don't want to get with them. When they get liquored up, they start fighting. <laughs> All right, here you go, right there. They start tearing stuff up, wanting to talk about uh, political events and wanting to talk about their relationship. Titties start flying out. They start fighting. Titties be out like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. So, uh, if, if you see white, if you see black girls drinking. Leave their ass alone. You see them over there. They be just chilling, sipping. <laughs> they be over there like this. They be sipping. Nah, man, leave their asses alone. They, they going to argue with you. They about to fight. <laughs> or they, yeah, that traumatic hush where they sitting there all traumatized. Sitting there thinking all the trauma they didn't been through for the last 20 years. Yep. <laughs> all right. All right, there's a funny, I wish I could show you the video of these black girls fighting. And one of the girls I think was, uh, I think the girl Zion Williamson was in. <laughs> and they got the fight and them titties was out. <laughs> I wish they had done since them titties was out. And they was throwing punches and uppercuts. And them titties was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, let me stop. <laughs> oh, shout out to the sisters. Sisters like, we can't get no love around here. Oh, man. Yep. Trauma bonding. They'll be crying and rocking. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> they get loud. <laughs> oh, man, man. This is a cold world, man. Let me get back. Let me get back to this show. At some point. <laughs> At some point, man, somebody's going to take offense to what I say. All right. Let's get to Monique. All right. Uh, let's get to Monique. Here we go. Monique explains to black women on why she calls her husband daddy. Okay. Okay, daddy. Get him, daddy. Uh, here it is right here. Why they call their husband, why she calls her husband daddy. It's because he's raising me. Okay. 
All right, sisters. All right, sisters. So there's Monique. She's pictured in the lower right-hand box. And then you have another sister with some, man, that is some hair right there. All right, what do we got here? Let's see what she's talking about. I got to refresh the screen. Let's see if you guys agree. All right, here we go. And a lot of black women would say, why do you call him daddy? Because he's raising me. He's raising me. My father probably stopped giving me what I needed when I was around 13 years old. So now you got a woman that's 13, and now I'm 35. And now I got a bunch of money, what we consider to be a bunch of money. Let me just speak real clear about that, okay? Now I got this money. Now I'm taking care of everybody. Who gonna check me, boo? Who gonna make me grow up? But when that man, when we were just best friends and when we got together, this is what he said to me. He said, when we were best friends and you were married to other men, you were not my responsibility. You were my sister, but not my responsibility. As my wife, you are my responsibility. And a lot of black women would say, why do you call him daddy? Oh, oh hold Because up. he's raising Hold me. on. Is there another part to this clip? All right, I'm missing some context there. I didn't hear. Okay, I guess that was the part right there because he's raising me. Um, I, I understand that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I do get called daddy a lot. <laughs> All right, there definitely is a daddy fetish that goes around. And it's amazing how many women have this, that daddy fetish going on around here. People always then say, oh, they have daddy issues. I, I just honestly believe that women want, these women want mature guys. Whatever the reason, I have no idea. But a lot of them like mature guys instead of guys their age where they got to be the mommy for that guy. So instead of being the mommy and the constantly saying, did you do this? Did you check this? Did you do that? Did you do that? The woman can relax and be under this situation where she has no worries. She has no care. So there are women that are on that daddy shit. Now, if my wife is calling me daddy, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But there is one thing she got right. There is one thing she got right. Yeah, even Latinas have poppy, right? They'll immediately go to that poppy thing. Hey, poppy. Uh, and they'll do that with their spouses too. Hey, poppy. That, I, I don't know if it's a sign of respect. It, well, I'm, I'm going to just think real quick. It's a sign of respect. And it's not like daddy, daddy. Because you will find actually that they don't even call their daddy, daddy. Right? So it's not that they call their, they might call their father, father or dad. But daddy. Poppy is another thing. It's another kind of a level. But, the, you know, Latina chicks will go right into that poppy thing. And I think what they're saying is there's a level of respect. I see you in higher regard. And what did, what did she say here? I'm trying to see if we, uh, he's raising me. I think there's, there's some truth to that, too. There's some truth to that, too. And people are saying perversion as well. There's some truth to that, too. There could be some perversion on both sides of that. I think if a guy says, call me daddy, and she doesn't want to, that could be a problem. She'd be like, I don't want to call you daddy, but you got to call me daddy. There, that could be some shit like that. There's also pimp culture where a daddy is mostly a pimp. That's mostly a pimp or a player. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. The power dynamic, he's raising me. I think men do raise their women to a certain extent. So there's a lot at play there. Interesting conversation though. I don't disagree with her in total, but it definitely makes a curious conversation. And black women ain't going for this. 
black women ain't going for this. In terms of age gap relationships, you will find that the African-American community typically doesn't explore age gap the way other cultures do. So if there's any hint, and this could be because there's a lot of sexual abuse or sexualization of children. There's a lot of uh, that going on between um, even boys and girls that it is seen as predatory or controlling to have an age gap. But there are age, there are, you know, white folks do age gaps way wider than black folks do. And Latinas and all, and Asians, forget about it. So I went out to dinner last night with one of my homeboys. And um, yeah, no, it wasn't like that. Uh, but um, he's a mentor and whatnot. So he, um, I was there and we were at the uh, Red Rock Hotel um, having steaks. I know this sounds weird. Pause. <laughs> All right. But we're having steaks. And in the corner, well, I've seen in the Red Rock in this area of the hotel, you see a lot of uh, sugar daddy shit going on. You see a lot of older men with younger women. Even if it's a man in his 50s, the woman will be 30. You don't really see no 20-year-old shit, 50, 20. You don't really see that. But it's always the woman's uh, mid, <laughs> mid thir- mid-20s, upper 30s, and the guy's 50, 60. Well, I saw this black woman, and she was definitely a working girl, if you will, like a high-end escort. She was thin. She was fit. She, her, she had on top-notch outfit. Her outfit was nice. Like, it wasn't no, no skis or shit either. Now, she had, like, a, she had looked like she had some fake titties. She looked like, she looked like, um, like a model. She looked like a model. She had, like, a, a nice coat over a nice pencil skirt. Like, she, she was dressed really well at dinner. This is an upper-scale house, steakhouse. And with her were two old white men. Two. Two old white men. And these ninjas, one had a all gray hair ponytail. Um, uh, his hair was a, a slick back, all gray ponytail. And then the other guy was an old white dude, like 70. She was like 40. But you know what was going on there. That girl was for, yeah. Trying. She was a high upscale, upper, upper scale. And there was a couple of them around. Asian women. There's a couple around. If you know anything about the Red Red Rock Casino and the place where it's the upper scale restaurants, yeah, you you'll see this. You'll see it already. You'll see that a lot in Vegas as well. But uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, two. And uh, we were kind of walking out together, and um, I was talking to my my homeboy, and then um, he thought I was talking to him, and they kind of stopped and said something to me. But I, I was like, I'm minding my own damn business. <laughs> All right, I ain't in y'all business. But yeah, and she was working them. And oh, by the way, I kind of could see where they were uh, eating dinner. She was sitting there quiet. Quiet. She wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't like, oh, enjoying it. She was just sitting there. And she was sitting next to one white dude and the other white dude was across from her. And they was, they was talking. It was calm. It was low. She wasn't loud, aggressive, obnoxious. She was just sitting there, you know. It, it was like, I was like, oh, boy. Anyway, the point I was making is, in terms of age gaps and daddy and these things, I would probably find that 
black women are the ones that'll be most appalled at this type of behavior. Even though they probably deal with it a lot. I think age gaps in the black community is somewhat, I think if uh, Dr. Thunder says, if it's past the age of five years, five years, and that once you go past five years in the black community, it's seen as predatory. It's seen as predatory. It's not seen as, oh, maybe they like each other. Five years. Anything past five years is seen as not an appropriate age gap. Now, in general, that's the rest of America as well. But you will find people of other cultures and so on, and I'm going to play a video next. Their age gap will be 15 years, 12, 20, and people will be somewhat uncomfortable with it, but they'll accept it. They'll be like, okay, I see what's going on here. It's interesting. <laughs> All right. It's interesting. It's an interesting conversation. Maybe we'll explore it. But I think the black community is hyper vigilant of predators and metaphiles and stuff like that. So they'll keep their age gaps very, very close to each other. But the thing is, I want to say this. They also have the less, the least successful relationships on record. They have the least successful relationships on record. Black, black Americans. Their, their relationships are disaster. They rarely ever work. So on one hand, you have, there's not enough support. There, there's no support for any other relationship other than the context of what you should be. But on the other hand, you have the least success. So it's interesting. Hey, do me a favor. Hit the like button. We got 1,300 people in here. We stagnated at 579 likes. And one of the reasons we have a low audience is, number one, it's the evening show. But the other reason is why the like button isn't being hit. So if we hit, like the audience is stagnated at this number for quite a long time. It hasn't moved. And that's because the likes haven't moved. So if you hit that like real quick and get us to 800, 900 likes, maybe 1,000, I guarantee you the audience is going to come it's going to come rushing in because that's just how YouTube works. All right, so hit that like button for me, and then we're going to get back into the show. All right. Let's talk about this one here. This is a... Uh, gave me multiple... Uh, that's not what I want here. Here's an example of, and I'm going to bump this forward, of a woman here that has an age group. I'm sorry, an age gap. An age gap. So this is an example of an age gap, but these are looks like Caucasians. Shout out to the Caucasians from the Caucasus Mountain, direct from the caves and hills of Europe. They do things a little different, and perhaps she might be a Latina. But here we go right here. This is an age gap. I believe this man is in his mid-50s, and she's in her late 20s. What would uh, someone say about this relationship? Is this a predatory relationship? Well, when you hear the story, she might be wasting time, right? So he's getting the great value out of her, his he has the leverage and options over her. She's in a position where she's in a need. And we're going to see what type of relationship this is uh, that you'll determine. Here we go. Drop hints all the time. I'm glad she did or we wouldn't be together. Bradley. Bennett. Laura. 50. 29. How long have you been dating? Almost two years. And who asked out who? She asked I me mean out. How do you feel about her approaching you? I'm glad she did or we wouldn't be together. When do you expect him to propose to you? God. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. I drop hints all the time. <laughs> What's three things that you see in her? 
kindness, a great sense of humor, and of course she's beautiful. What's three things that you see in him? He's funny. Um, he's really loving when he wants to be, and uh, we laugh a lot. We're like best friends. I drive. All right. Um. So fifty-five and twenty-nine. This would be old for me. She'd be too old for me. I mean, she approaching way too old. And one of the reasons why, like, I I date younger than this. I know uh, this is some metaphilic behavior, I know. But the reason I date younger is for this reason right here. This is the exact thing that I want to avoid. All right? And uh, typically women that 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 I talk to, once they hit 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, what they're now thinking is marriage. And that's you. But he's not thinking marriage. He's trying to have fun. He's set. He probably has his kids. They're just now adults. They all kind of graduate from college and settling in, and he's still kind of helping them. He's been off child support for now four or five years, right? He's got his house. He's got, he got everything he needs. He's set. He can send her home or send her to another room when he's done with her. He can see her two or three days a week, but she's trying to get married. This is the reason why. The idea of half your age plus seven doesn't work. That's the problem. It doesn't work because if I do half my age times uh, plus seven, I arrive at uh, 31, 31. I think I arrive at 31. It sounds nice, but for me, I think Kevin Samuels had a danger zone thing that he talked about. I have, um, I have a last call. So we actually... We're talking about this during the same time. I called that age group last call. Like, this is last call. This is the best possible options you're going to get. It's come with me. Hail Mary. Run quick, see. So the problem I have is in this age group, they're not trying to mess around. They're not trying to have fun. They're trying to lock a ninja down. They trying to do what? They trying to do what? Have babies. They trying to get married in a year or six months. That's their mentality. So I look at that. That's dangerous to me. I don't want to. I'm, I'm at an age. Look, I'm at, I'm at an age where I'm approaching what this guy's doing. All right, I'm done. I'm done with child support. I got my house and cars. I'm good. I don't need extra. I don't need an extra bill. So he's looking at her like an extra bill. She trying to have a buzzer beater baby. She trying to settle in. She trying to sink her claws in. This is why uh, 28, 29, 30, 31, 34, 36. This is all, la this is too dangerous. They ain't trying to just have a little bit of fun. They trying to sink their claws in and get, get down. And, and I say more power to them, but it's not me, right? I, I'm not looking for that. There's no way I'm looking for a relationship like that. And I wouldn't waste her time. So this is why I can't, you can't just say half your year, half your age and plus seven, because I'm in a danger zone. I'm in a worse, I, I put myself in the worst box. I would rather date a woman that's 47. <laughs> I would date a woman that's 47 before I date a 32 year old. Or a 29 or. A, no. I'll date her at 47, but no, 29, 30, 31. She tried to get, she tried to move in. So this is, this is what we right here. This is where we at. And so as you can see, he cool, calm and collective, but she's, pre she's, she's pressuring him. Drop hints all the time. 
I'm glad she did, or we wouldn't be together. Bradley, Bennett. Laura. 50. 29. All right, so I said 55, he's 50. All right, so yeah, we're right about the same age. Yeah, I don't give a serious, you know, 31, 29. That's playing with fire with me. That's playing with fire. How long have you been dating? Almost two years. And who asked out who? She asked I me out. How do you feel about her approaching you? I'm glad she did, or we wouldn't be together. And there it is. So guess what? Guess who approached who? The leveraging options. She approached him. And so she approached him with intention. She saw he was stable. She on it. She's like, hey, she wouldn't have got no play from me if she didn't approach. And he saw a young girl. She probably looked, you know, she's 29. She probably looked like she was 27, 28. He on it. He like, good. This is an easy ass layup. <laughs> All right. This is good. I could be banging a 50-year-old chick. But here I am with you. This is a great deal. But what he's going to find is she's going to try to sink her claws. She's going to apex predator his ass. When do you expect him to propose to you? God. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. I drop hints all the time. I drop. Look, look, see, uh-uh. Nope, not me. I drop hints all the time. This ninja is like, bitch, hell no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. He doesn't know how to deal with leverage and options. He doesn't know how to let her go. He doesn't know probably about the junior college. So he's like, all right, I'm going to just ride this wave, ride this wave. But she's going tick, 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 She's like, when are you going to marry me? When are you going to marry me? We come on, man, let's do this. And his he's wrestling with himself. He's like, oh, shit. I don't want to get married. Oh, my God. I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to sign a paper. Okay, I'll sign a prenup. Okay, no, I love her. She doesn't. Okay. And he going to get got. He gonna get got for second time, two time divorcee. She'll be divorced by thirty six. He'll be sixty, paying child support until he's seventy. Just lease. You don't need to do this, sir. What's three things that you see in her? Kindness, a great sense of humor, and of course, she's beautiful. What's three things that you see in him? He's funny. Um, he's really loving. When he wants to be. When he wants to be. He, he don't want to be. <laughs> like, literally, he doesn't want to be. He's, he's guarded. He's protecting his assets. He sees what, she, what time she on. And this is going to be a mistake. It's going to be a mistake. He knows it. And uh, we laugh a lot. We're like best friends. Yeah, man. It's just, this is tough. It's tough for a lot of guys because a lot of guys are in this position. For me, I, I'm, I'm going, if I did this, let me just say, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 50. I'm 48. If I met a woman and she was 32, okay, that would be a 15-year age gap. That would be probably one of the smallest margins I've had in the recent time. Uh, but um, if I did that and I got married again in two years, I'm 50. She's now 34 and married. She's going to want kids. Now I put kids in there. Just on the time, I'll be finished paying child support when I'm 70. Listen to me. 70, 70 years old, 68. Why in the hell would I do that? This is why I look at these age gaps and I say, the women in the last call, a.k.a. the danger zone, they're off. No, they're not off limits, but no, I'm, I'm no, I'm good. <laughs> 
Because eventually they're going to pressure, 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 pressure. Bro, just, just, just 70 years old finishing up paying chop. Man, hell no. Nah, man. Nah. Nope. I'll just be out here at the JUCO. All right, getting STI checks every three weeks. Ninja, I'm, that's what I'm doing. It's, it's just too, it's too risky. And that's assuming, well, I mean, I said child support until I'm 70. We certainly aren't going to make a marriage. The marriage is not going to work out. The marriage is not going to work out. We already know this. So I'm going to be on child support till I'm 70. Hell to the no, no, no. All right, why women stay single here? This is an interesting video. This is a woman that says, uh, well, let's hear what she has to say. She's had a woman and in 30 second rant. So we'll listen to it. I just came to the realization why I'm single. Every guy that I'm like, oh yeah, he's attractive. Okay, this is not supposed to be offensive, but I see their wives and they just look like so like you know like not like this just like you know like I pretend my tattoos are gone <laughs> dude I'm I look crazy <laughs> like that's why guys don't want to wife me up <laughs> Yo, she finally getting it. Look, look at her. Let's go ahead and give it to her, man. Game. Yeah. Game over. You damaged yourself. Because, of course, when you were 22, them tattoos and them nose rings look cool. But now. Oh, shit. Minnesota. God damn. All right. I didn't need them to score it before half there, but they did. Now I'm in trouble. Uh, But here we go. We have, uh, she's, she's what? She's, she's zooted, nose ring, masculine, not feminine. She's got a uh, bull. She's got muscles all over her body. Uh, that's fine with her. She's a tattoos on her shoulder, tattoos on her hands, tattoos on her hands. Mm. Now she just now figuring it out. Game you look crazy. I know what at 26 at 29. Now you look crazy. And you can't change it. And she had that a realization that she can't change it. Watch. Just pretend my tattoos are gone. Listen. Oh, like, I pretend my tattoos are gone. Yep. Look at that. Right there. I'm messed up. Mm. Yep. You just a fun girl now. You're just going to be skeet material. <sighs> Dude, I'm, I look crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Right there. Yep. You look crazy. That epiphany hitting your ass. I look crazy. Yes, you do. Like, that's why guys don't want to wife me up. That's one of the reasons. <laughs> and I just come to this realization today. It, yep, it took that long. See? Or maybe it's because all of them see me eat sushi after I get out of the grocery store in my car with my bare fingers and drink sweet tea. Now, look at this face, man. I mean, look at this. Take a look at this. She also has a, a bull nose ring, septum ring, and another ring on the outside. Tattoos all on her shoulder. 
and she's a mass, she's a muscular chick, so she has trapezius muscles all over the place. I don't mind that. But yeah, you gone. You're, that's it. He said a ninja will, but yeah, you're going to be a single mama. That's what you're going to be. If a ninja get with you, you're going to be a single mama for sure. Guys, I thought these men weren't like, you know, big, strong, tough girls. <laughs> Man, this is sad to see. This is sad. Listen, I know I'm making fun of her, but here's the thing. This is why when you can't tell young women anything. And then when they get to the point where they're like, okay, I'm ready. Well, you got to work off all of that, all of that stench. You got to work off all of the mess. You got to work out all of the baggage. And she's like, what am I going to do? Pope, Pope, tang, Pope, tang. Yep. I don't know. I feel like all of them are like, like, so, like super girly. And all these guys are like, yeah. That's my girl. That's just like housewife stuff. And I'm over here like, I own my own business. I'm covered in tattoos. I'm a little spazzy, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, no. She's trying, to, she's trying to cope right now. I'm a little spazzy. Okay, so zooted, a little crazy, a little awkward. Uh, I hold my own business. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I'm strong and... And she's like, the other women are just debutantes. She's in Georgia, so I can see what she's talking about. They be getting with them skinny angle nose chicks. All right. And so she's like, and she's finding that she's going to have to go get her a country boy. Go out in the country. Right here. And there you go. She's stuck. I'm a little spazzy. What does a little spazzy mean? What does a little spazzy mean? That's a warning right there. And she a dope fiend and all of that. Yeah. We embrace it. But yeah, I I don't think any guy's going to wife me up because I can't take me seriously. <laughs> and I just realized that. Oh, man. Damn. 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 She like, damn, look, look. I'm, hey, look, I'm glad she figured it out because white women do have to figure it out earlier. Look how she's looking out. She's sitting there like, wait a minute. White women have to figure this out early. They can't play this game very long. All right, they can't. Black women be pushing the envelope way too far. 37, 40. You know, black don't crack-ish. This is all the mythology. They fool themselves. I have a woman that's going to bring this up later. But yep, she's like, hmm. What am I going to do about this? It's <laughs> setting in. And you know what's happening? All her friends on Facebook or Facebook, they getting married down in Georgia. They getting married and they're doing a little debutante thing. And the woman are, you know, they're making their little sweet tea and they're doing their little uh, tailgate parties at the Alabama Tuscaloosa game and at the Georgia Athens game. And they're playing, they're playing house and housewife and they got their little boots and their little dress. And she out there, Looking like the Incredible Hulk with her tattoos on her sleeve. She put her dress. This is all the stuff that women need to tell other women about. They don't tell them. And she's stuck, man. That's a poor thing, poor thing. But I appreciate her 
talking about it. Here's another one, similar conversation, similar conversation. This woman is, is going to say she's, uh, she's glad she stayed single when she was 20. Let's see what she has to say here. He was like a different type of dude. Like he yeah. didn't even look. You could go and come shake your ass that. in his face and he's just like, nope, not looking anywhere. You know what I That's mean? That's a husband. <laughs> yeah. Where he at now? He's what happened? He's married. Oh. I know a husband when I hear one. He, I would say, I, you know, I fucked that up, but no, okay. you know, he was there for a time and he was a good man in my twenties, but he was a lot older than me mm, and okay. he was complacent. He was complacent in a certain lifestyle, a certain financial bracket. Mm. And there's just a certain life that I'm always going to be trying to chase. And right. so it would have never worked in my 30s. I dated him from 20 to 27. Oh, wow. That's yeah. wow. That's and I'm not going to lie, I cheated. You know what I mean? <laughs> I did. He taught me what like real... <laughs> Oh, the humanity. He unconditionally loves me. Because everybody loves you based on conditions. Once you start Absolutely. doing shit that they don't like, then all of a sudden, all these things start going out the window. He really just, he forgave me multiple times. Not the rider die. Yeah, he was a rider, but he needed to get his shit together in terms of finances. I made a lot of money in my 20s, so yes. I never asked him for... Um, anything financially mm -hmm. he never but then he also never offered Seven what did years. he do well I was a stripper girl so I, oh you worked, was making money yeah I was making money money and money, I needed money. that grounding I needed somebody yeah. that loved me unconditionally because it just made me go to the strip club and look at guys like nigga Yelling you ain't shit. you ain't got shit for me um he seems like a good guy to be oh, honest he opened all my doors he drove fast cars mm -hmm. he could fight <laughs> he was fine so he, he just didn't want more for himself that's like, a, a lot of thing. Thing. that's a huge thing I didn't have the the mindset that I have now where I could build I could help build a man up. Mm -hmm. He was like a different type of dude. Like he yeah. didn't even look. You could go and come shake your ass it. in his face and he's just like, Nope, not looking anywhere. You know what I That's mean? That's a husband. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. This is the beginning of the video. Jesus. Um, yeah, man. You know, so these women are trying to rationalize. She missed she missed her man. She missed her man. And this is similar to the other woman. This woman is older. She's older. She's in her thirties, going probably into her forties. And she's trying to rationalize why she gave up on the good guy. The good guy was almost everything she wanted. She sings highly his praises. He also gave her space. He gave her space to do what she wanted, and she apologized. He probably wasn't even sweating her. He probably was in his 40s or 50s. He's like, D I don't care, man. Don't, don't bring that energy. And he probably wasn't trying to go out and hustle a business. And he was like, I'm already good where I'm at. I don't need much more. But, of course, she was... A woman of the night. She is a stripper. She's making a bag. And he probably did not even care either. He was like, go strip. I don't give a shit. So he gave her everything. Opening her doors, flowers. And she still screwed it up. She want to build a ninja. Okay, why when you're out there hustling and making money, do you want to focus on building a human being? So she want to take a Tyrone or a Pookie. And build him up. That's what she wants. So she can push and prod him. When the dude would over here. And so then they were like. Oh that's a big one. He wasn't where he wanted to. Want, he wasn't where you wanted him to be financially. Man that's hard to hear. That is hard to hear. To see that these women around here. I don't know any of these women. That they're trying to justify. Why you take a guy that's damn near perfect. That by their own admission. Husband material and pass it up for potentially a build a bear, build a ninja. Yeah, she fumbled the bag. She fumbled the whole bag. Wow. Wow. Uh, typical black shit. These women look black, Puerto Rican, or whatever they are. That's typical. 
<laughs> Where he at now? He's what happened? He's yeah, look, he's married. And as you can see, he married another chick. Gave another woman the life that she possibly wanted. Now she looks back and says, that's what I wanted to be. But she can no longer get him now. Oh, he's married. And look at her. She's like, he's married. Yep. He found another chick. Okay, I know a husband when I hear one. He, I would say, I, you know, I fucked that up. But no, okay. you know, he was there for a time. And he yeah, was, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you messed it up. That's just He was simple. a good man in my 20s, but he was a lot older than me. Mm, and okay. he was complacent. He was complacent in a certain lifestyle, a certain financial bracket. And he probably made good money, too. He probably made good money. Yeah, he won. He probably made good money. He probably made six figures, but she wanted 500000 And there's just a certain life that I'm always going to be trying to chase. And she so is crying. It would never worked. She is crying. There's the tissue. You guys are right. Right? He dodged a bullet. So she's crying. Yeah. In my 30s. I dated him from 20 to 27. Oh, wow. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I cheated. You know what I mean? <laughs> I did. He you know what? Did the tissue come in after that point where he said, where she said he's married now? Yep. That's, I think you're right. Taught me what like real love was. Mm. He unconditionally loved me because everybody loves you. And then now you got unconditional love. Boy, I'm telling you, man, women, I, I've got out of the business of trying to please women. I got out of the business, guys. It's, it's a lost cause. It's a lot. No, the right one. We're not talking about the right one. Right. Because the right one obviously came along for him. But get out of the business of trying to please and tame and control. Stop trying to own these women. Stop trying to dictate what they wear. If they they're naturally going to know if, if you want to go this route, they're naturally going to know how to be presentable around you. You'll never have to say it. If a if a woman can't figure it out one or two times, drop her ass. Never think about trying to do this, guys. And she did all of that and still cheated on him, which, again, I'm convinced that he didn't care. You based on conditions. Once you start Absolutely. doing shit that they don't like, then all of a sudden, all these things start going out the window. He really just, he forgave me multiple times. I'm not the rider die. Yeah, he was a rider, but. Yeah, but, but, but. <laughs> all right, but. Yeah, he was a rider, but, but what? He needed to what? He needed to get his shit together. How? In terms in of? In terms of finances. I made a lot of money in my 20s, so yeah. I never asked him for um, anything financially. Mm -hmm. He never, but then he also never offered. Seven what did years. he do? Yeah, well, so, it doesn't sound like you guys are struggling. Oh, I was a stripper girl. So I, oh, you was making money. Yeah, I was making money, money. And money, I needed money. that grounding. I needed somebody yeah. that loved me unconditionally because it just made me go to the strip club and look at guys like, nigga, Yelling you, ain't, shit. you ain't got shit for me. Um, He seems like a good guy, to be oh, honest. He opened all my doors. He drove fast cars. Wait a minute. He drove fast cars? But he wasn't where you needed to be uh, financially? I'm confused. I'm thoroughly confused. I think she's coping. She definitely belongs to the streets. Like she's trying, she's trying to find a way to make this guy not the guy that was for her. But he married. He was marriage minded. He took care of you. He took you back. He, unconditional love. He opened doors. He drove fast cars. Man, guys, save yourself out here. These people out here. You see a girl and you think she's, you know, you like her body and like her skin. These people are back out here hurting. They out here hurting. Why women stay single here? Or the apex predator. Let's get to that point. Main event time. Apex predator. Beware the, uh, the apex predator. We got two stories. Apex predator number one. Apparently, this is a woman who um, targeted and stalked three 
footballers, soccer players over in Europe. Here we go. Influencer who was sentenced for stalking three Premier League footballers has now said why she did it. Orla Sloan, who called herself Devil Baby, used 21 phone numbers to stalk Chelsea player Mason Mount for four months. She also stalked Billy Gilmore and harassed Ben Chilwell. She has now said she did it because she was lonely, that she felt sad about being on OnlyFans and putting herself out there to never have a real connection back. She finally said she thought that her and Mount would have had a relationship and she regrets everything she did. The influencer who was sentenced for stalk. She looked crazy as hell. I mean, you can already see this woman gone. Ring the bell on this one. Jesus. Look at all of that hair. All that fake ass hair, first of all. Man, nah. Nah, 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 nah. I can't do, I can't do wigs and weaves like this. Who does she think she is, Rapunzel? <laughs> Look at how much hair she got on her head. This is ridiculous. And she's super skinny as hell. Oh, that's interesting. She can barely walk uh, standing up. But, of course, you know, she is, she does have the markers of attraction enough to get poked around by footballers, right? If This is the type of hanger-on chick that shows up and lets dudes run trains and orgies and pound her out and do whatever the nasty stuff that she wants to do, right? M maybe for free or for a fee. But the danger of it is the apex predator is then she turns cuckoo and now she starts stalking these men because these are men that she has money. Uh, is this her mother or her lawyer? I can't really tell. But take a look. And this woman's young. And so, of course, she wanted to be rescued from the streets. Just like the previous woman. She was running the streets. Now she wanted to be rescued. Let's see what happened here. Uh, here we go. Influencer were sentenced to what? Was sentenced for stalking three Premier League footballers. To what? Has now said why she did it. Orla Sloan, who called herself Devil Baby. Well, there you go. Says right here, what was her sentence? Used 21 phone numbers to stalk Chelsea player Mason Mount for four months. She also stalked Billy Gilmore and harassed Ben Chilwell. All right, so you know they smashed. All right, so you, you know they hit it. I'm just letting you know. They beat the, they folded her ass up properly. Because you don't get stalked without penetrating her. They penetrated her, all right. This is all alleged. She's now said she did it because she was lonely, that she felt sad about being on OnlyFans and putting herself out there to never have a real connection back. Yeah, uh, you know, empty shell, man. Empty shell. Man, these women really be doing it to themselves. They really be doing it to themselves, man. Look at that. Unbelievable. Oh, not that ain't my type at all. This too plasticky. This is too much. I mean, she finally said she thought that her and Mount would have had a relationship and she regrets everything she did. Yeah, there you go, man. Beware, man. You got to watch out. So the, the point of it is leading into this main event story. You have even when you get leverage and options, you have to be smart. You have to know what to do. You have to know how to talk to them. You have to give them instructions. Because you'll see a woman that you presume has a pretty face or she's a freak. And you let her run all over your boundaries. Because you want to hit it real quick. Uh, so at some point, you got to gauge, have some discipline. Because otherwise, if you don't, these are the type of people that will get your ass. Here's a, a main event topic here. If you don't know, shocking text messages of gold digger actress, age 44, detail how she duped part owner of the Las Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knight hockey team, 
Gavin Maloof into becoming her boyfriend so she could scam him out of $500,000. If you don't know, the Maloof brothers are former owners, majority owners of the, um, the Sacramento Kings. That was their original baby program. The entire family pretty much owned it, but they were the pretty much running the show. The Maloof brothers here, I believe the gentleman in the white is the one who got targeted. And uh, they were the owners of the Kings when the Sacramento Kings were challenging the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. They eventually sold that team, got involved with the Vegas Golden Knights as a minority owner or whatnot. Um, And also, they also were looking at another team. They might be probably interested in bringing an NBA team with them to Las Vegas. Also known, a family member, is there's a girl named Adrian, Adrian Maloof, who's on the show of the real life of the real housewife of Beverly Hills. So let me bring that up here. They're probably for people who watch um reality shows. She's probably the one that you know you might recognize name wise. So let me pull her up. Adrian is it Adrian? Adrian Maloof. So she's a character on the real housewives of Beverly Hills. So putting it all together. All right, so uh, shout out to the Maloof brothers here, but we're going to feature you here in this article of him getting scammed. This is breaking news. This article came out uh, two days ago. It says a woman named Jennifer Kortenmacher. <laughs> Jennifer Kortenmacher. You know what? Let's look her up. Let's pull her picture up just so we can see here. See the woman scamming. Oh, man. Okay, I can't tell what's going on here. Ninja, you making all that money, and this this is her mugshot right here. Oh, the humanity. That's her mugshot, fellas. Sheesh. Ninja, if I was rich, I ain't never touching a bitch that looked like that. (laughs) What the hell? Ninja, what people out doing? She looking like Count Chocula out here. She looking like the... All right, there's another photo of her here. That was the photo cover here. Boy, there must be some Photoshop on that original photo. You see that photo there? That must have some filters and Photoshop on it. <laughs> Ninja, Ninja's out here down bad. Y'all got to be careful. Let me see if I can find another decent photo. Wait a minute. This is her? No, that's not her. This, this allegedly is the one? Man, wait a minute. This got to be another story. Hold on for a second. This is another gold digging story. This, no, hell no. <laughs> mm. What? These bitches out here with these filters. Hell no. Nah. Hold up. Let me let me go back. There ain't no damn way, fam. <laughs> wait a minute. So this woman tried to tell me. This woman tried to tell me that this. This right here, and this is the same woman. <laughs> there ain't no way in hell. Oh, the San Francisco 49ers going outside. Oh, don't tell me they picked up the fumble. Jesus. All right, uh, there you go right there. All right, let's get to the story. Man, what a world we live in. It says right here, the woman is accused of stealing nearly $445,000 from ex-boyfriend businessman Gavin Maloof. The shocking text messages 
revealed the alleged plot were exchanged between a woman named Brittany Burgess dating back to 2017. Yikes. So they set him up properly. Draw dropping text messages have been revealed. It says right here. She's accused of stealing money. The Las Vegas Metro Police Department detectives uncovered the text messages doing a probe into threatening messages and photographs received by the Maloose, who's part owner of the Vegas Knights. The shocking text messages exchange between this woman and her friend Brittany Burgess dates back to 2017. Holy mackerel. All right, so I got to check out Brittany Burgess. Please be better looking than this woman. This stuff, Apex Predator stuff. All right. Uh, that name sounds familiar, though. All right. All right. No, nah, no. Nah. That name is too common. Let me see here. I'm going to look her up. Las Vegas. That name is too common. Nah, I, I don't want to put another woman's name out here, but because there's a lot of Britney Burgesses, so I can't see if she's arrested. All right. So going back to the main story here. It says right here, oh my, oh my God, this is it. He broke up with his bitch finally and wants to come out. I'm not letting or anything stop me. This is my chance for both of us. So they're targeting a guy. So he broke up with a woman, called her up, and damn, Ninja, these women out here is thotting and plotting. So here it is. This is my chance. I'm not letting, I'm not letting, I think she left out a word. I'm not letting or anything stop me. This is my chance for both of us. Wow. And then it goes on to say, uh, there's Mr. Maloof there. There's the woman there, Count Chocula. Boy, that boy, man, never believe Photoshop. This is another text. This needs to happen. Oh, the next one. I've been so down and out and poor. Let you get it through your thick skull. That there I'm it is. Broke. You see that? Dead, flat, stony, broke. Wow. I've got $3.85. I've been so person. down and out and poor. Adding, we need to get the life we've always deserved. No more struggling. No more misery. Mental hospitals. ERs, etc. Mm. Yo, they ain't not even hiding it. They guys, women know each other when they both sick. Police said Burgess responded, we need plan. <laughs> I'm listening. It says we need plan. We've been friends for so long. I can't remember which one of us is the bad influence. One text. It says she has an IMD profile. Maloose wealthy family also are known uh, for appearing on reality TV. Okay, going down, going down, going down. The businessman reported threatening messages and photographs he had received to Las Vegas Metro Police who traced the number back to the girl. And they, with the assistance of, a, uh, of the LAPD, they went to the actress's home with a search warrant to seize her electronic devices in May. The alleged scam then unraveled as police revealed how the woman, uh, the woman gained access to his phone, his cell phone, and sent money from his accounts to her Apple Cash payment. Damn. She been doing this for years on this ninja. Scrolling down. She sent $93,448 in 2021, 
approximately $275,600 in 2022 and approximately $75,600 in 2023, according to the criminal complaint filed by the Clark County District Attorney's Office, of 214 transaction, transactions in which alleged theft was committed, 144 were from a phone number belonging to Brittany, her friend, who then sent the money back to the woman, the report stated. Burgess received nearly $12,000 through the alleged scam, while the woman, the original woman, received nearly $433,000, according to the police. Investigations said uh, they discovered 37 different phone numbers used in the scheme. Thotten and Plotten, both women are named as co-defendants. It says right here they face a total of six charges, including three counts of felony theft, along with conspiracy to commit theft, conspiracy to launder and or attempt to launder money. Damn, you can get arrested for attempted launder? <laughs> and launder or attempted to launder money or property, with which are gross misdemeanors. Sorry. They have a judge that set a bail at $10,000 for the original woman, ordered her to stay away from Maloof, and allowed her to walk through jail, meaning she did not have to remain in custody. What? Okay, they have a hearing and whatnot. Wow. Man. Woo-wee. It's cold out there in these women. Hey, one of the things I've always said was, um, gotcha, bitch. that when we talk about these stories of women being down and out and down bad, it doesn't mean they're done. They're still dangerous. They're still very, very, very dangerous out here. So they will start thotting and plotting. That's why I did that episode, thotting and plotting. Thotting and plotting. They will start to uh, become dangerous to you, set you up, look to steal, get close, earn your trust, and uh, all of that stuff, all because you wanted a little girlfriend, and she stuck around for several years just taking this ninja's money. And he probably didn't miss it. You know what? In fact, in this case, he didn't notice the money was gone. What got him was he got some threatening messages, probably part, I don't know what happened there. I, I would love to hear a thorough explanation as to why those messages started going there. Maybe he broke up with her and cut her off, and she could no longer get, that, get to that money. So he didn't even notice the money gone. In fact, the Maloofs are probably well worth. Let's see what the Maloofs are uh, worth. Maloof Brothers net worth that was probably chump change to them of course this is internet net worth one billion i mean this includes properties and ownership stakes and teams and they're they're a big family so all of their money is pretty much pulled together if you will so they're looking at one billion between them they own a lot of businesses in real estate and their mother is their mother is um one of the heads of the company, if I'm not mistaken. She's like a matriarch. Um, let me see if I can pull their family up real quick. I know I'm probably talking about them too much, but um, I actually knew someone who worked for one of the teams that they owned. And so they're really cool people. Let's see if I can pull up the Malou family. Ah, oh, here it is. Here's an example of um, the matriarch type relationship. I wonder what happened to their father. This is an old picture, though. But as you can see, the mom is centered. She's the matriarch. And they have um, all boys. They have the daughter there. And they have the boys here. These boys look young. But the two guys at the top 
right are the older Maloof brothers. They're typically the ones that you're going to see being visible. The woman off to the left is the is the um the woman that's on a reality show. I wonder where the dad is. I wonder what ha- uh here's a picture of the dad just so we can find out what happened here. Wonder what happened to the dad. Anybody know? Let me see. I'm just curious. Maybe he did. Or maybe he divorced. Just curious here. It says right here. Okay. I do have something here. Okay, they have an uncle that died of coronavirus during corona. All right, so that's interesting. I wonder where I wonder where the dad was at. He died. I'm pretty sure he died. Mom probably deleted him. Uh-oh. Yeah, I want to start those shit. They in Vegas. They got that big money and big connects. There is a man picture here. Yeah, the dad, the dad, the dad's not in the picture. I don't know what happened there. I can't find any information. I got an uncle. I do have an older man here, but they I don't think this is the father. So. Yeah, they call her a matriarch. They call the mom a matriarch. Anyway, interesting. <laughs> anyway, I don't want no parts of this. Ninja. New, 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 new world order. I live too close to all of this, so them ninjas going to be coming and looking for me. I, man, I don't want no problems around here. All right, let me get to these super chats. Interesting. But protect. basic point is protect yourself. It doesn't matter if you have money or not. Protect yourself. Shout out to JBW says, coach, uh, met this older Latina woman and she basically said, you should never address women in their culture as ma'am. Instead, address them as senorita if they are married or senorita. Well, yeah, that's language wise. That would be language. That would be somewhat common. Uh, but he's saying, yeah, that, that sounds right. Now, if you call the old Latina woman senorita, and she's, even if she's married or not, they're going to look at you crazy. All right, you're going to look at you crazy. That's kind of like saying, hey, baby girl, to an to a, to a old black woman. <laughs> so it'd be, they'd be like, what? Like, hey, little girl, hey, young girl, hey, young woman, hey, miss, hey, miss. You would say, hey, como estales ustedes? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Siggy won't be enough when the ops come through. They're going to come through right here. Como esta ustedes? <laughs> All right, you got to hit her with the, hey, uh, necesito una usted. Um, <laughs> right, you got to elevate them in class. You got to, yeah, you don't want to, like, you. she's like a, a, a older Latina woman, and then you you just drop her down, down here. Hey, young bitch. Hey, young little girl, come over here. So, yeah, man, you want to rate. They're up there, so you got to hit her, hit her with the. You know, you could do it. You could try it. They're always going to look at you funny. If you you call the older Latina woman senorita, she's going to be like. <laughs> she like, oh, stop it. All right, where are we at here? I need to work on my Spanish. <laughs> Como esta usted? Nosotros. <laughs> you got to hit him with the nosotros and shit. You got to hit him with the nosotros. Mm. Tell him about the nosotros. You got to hit him with the nosotros. Yes. 
Anyway. All right, let me stop. <laughs> the Latino people are going crazy right now. It ain't even Tuesday. <laughs> all right, no social ustedes. Yeah, you got to hit them with all that. You know what I mean? You got to hit them with that respect, that upper class shit, that Spanish shit. All right. <laughs> hey, man, stop scoring on the football game. Jesus. The Vikings are killing the 49ers right now. Unbelievable. All right. Shout out to my Latino, my Spanish speakers out here. All right. Anyway. Um, I'm going to teach Spanish to y'all ninjas. I'm going to be, yeah. All right, uh, what are we doing here? We got only a couple more here. Shout out to Cornell says, Prince said it in his songs, they're never satisfied. Never. Never satisfied. Never get in the business of satisfying women. All right, what you'll do is just stop satisfying them and let them make their decision. And really start telling them what you ain't going to do. Like, oh, I ain't doing all that. And then she'll see. All right, uh, let me get up. Let me see here. If I got PayPal's, I'll do PayPal's and Venmo. Cash app, and then I'll get out of here. <laughs> All right, y'all going to take my Spanish card away from me. All right, where we at? Okay, here we got, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, then we'll get out of here. In Spanish with CGN. Shout out to, uh, hey, man, if you're from the hood, don't take my advice. All right, but learn how to listen to Spanish. Shout out to Michael. He says, uh, hey, coach, he says, here's a few more bucks. For all you do. Also, a question. Have you heard or looked into? Uh, I don't know what these are. Anti-aging things. I can't pronounce it. He says, there's a lot of good research on them and results. I figure the least I could do is share it with you for all the value that you've given us. Thank you. Oh, and chocolate Confucius might need to be added to the intro for show. Definitely. He's talking about NMM. NMM. Epitalian, I'm not sure what all these are, but I'll look into it. All right. Oh, man, the Minnesota Vikings, man, please. They need to stop scoring, man. I got the under here. All right, shout out to our brother, no government name. And he says, it feels like young women stay mostly indoors. What are your thoughts? I agree. Hey, man, I've been saying this. New, 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 new world order. I've been saying this for the guys that tell people to go out and go meet women in the public. The problem with that is there are a great amount of young women that don't go outside, right? They don't party. They, they smoke. They stay in their room. They bookworm. They stay in their parents' house. They stay closed up. They don't be outside. They don't be outside. And you're only limited to skank skeezers, attention whores, you know, when you go outside. You know, some good women, women out with their friends, women going out to the club. Lots of women do not go outside. They don't. They don't be outside. Especially Gen Z. Right? They be on TikTok. They be on their dating app, seeking. They be exploring shit. They be in a vibe. They be in their vibe. They're doing what they doing. They just chilling, sitting around. They ain't doing nothing. Sitting in their room with their piece leave musty. Right? And uh, young young um, Generation Z men as well. You guys got to realize, I, I think we're going to be in a situation where we're going to have social, social awkwardness is going to be a thing for Gen Z. And I'm not saying it to be negative. They're just going to be socially awkward. They'd rather communicate 
message, comments. Uh, they be playing games and shit. Second Life, First Life. They be playing Robux, Robux, Minecraft. Mm. Yep, they be on Tumblr making pages, Pinterest. <laughs> Girls don't be going out. They be sitting up. Yep, playing. Dudes be playing COD, Madden. Uh, uh, you know all kind of shit, man. They 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 don't need to go outside at all. So, I think the I yeah the pandemic changed all of that. It was kind of headed there, but I think the pandemic put the death nail into that. And you guys got to remember, uh, as much as we diss Gen Z, it makes complete sense why they don't go outside. They had to spend the first three years of years that we was outside. They had to spend it locked up and gaslit and scared and, you know, you know, doing the right thing. Propag- by, by the way, their first couple of years going into adulthood or early consciousness where their ego is starting to develop that was 2020 election so they were propagandized fear tactics scared virtue signaling they were highly involved politically they didn't have a social outlet in terms of school and activities many of them missed their college and or middle school or high school graduation, they probably missed two of those. Like they missed one or two of them. Many of them went to college their first two years, not even going to class. They didn't have to go get a job when they turned 16 because the jobs were, (laughs) right? The jobs were what? Like where was you going to work? At the donut store with your mask on? And now they're in a effed up economy where college is almost like a joke. I mean, college is like, you know, you got people that can't afford to college, go to college. They're not going to take out student loans. What do they do? Also, they were born in a rise of OnlyFans. So if they turn 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, they came in on OnlyFans, the rise of Instagram and YouTube. Yeah, man. They're going to be, they're met, yep, they were born, their ego was born with social distancing, right? Stay away from us, don't talk, uh, where they had to have desks in between each other and plastic panels. You don't realize how damaging that's going to be for them long term. It's going to be kind of like messed up for them in terms of awkwardness developing. Uh, If they were going fifth, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, they lost all of that. They lost the connection socially. Um, cause that was my kid's age. They were seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. That was their pandemic. Seventh, eighth, ninth, 10th. So they're kind of a year or two apart. So if you think about middle school, you didn't even have to, you didn't get to go through middle school. You missed your middle school graduation. You think about all the things you learn about being you in middle school and you missed it. You missed it. You didn't get that connection. You didn't get that adjustment period. You didn't get the weird seventh grade year and the eighth grade year. Then you take that and go for the ninth graders and the 10th graders. You missed it. You missed being a freshman. I mean, you kind of got it, but you missed it. It was kind of just like not the same. Same thing as a freshman in college or a senior. You missed graduation. You were a freshman in college. So their their lives are going to be dramatically different than us. So the idea where old guys were like, just go outside and talk to girls. They socially awkward. 
it's a it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough just starting a conversation with the person. And they're missing out on identifying themselves socially, who do they fit in with, and all of that stuff. Yeah. So look out for that. And I agree with that. I agree with that. Shout out to Maryland guys says, speaking of a, oh, by the way, they also learn how to communicate with men and women, gay, straight, all online. Yep, they didn't have prom. They didn't have homecoming. They didn't have all of that stuff. They didn't have prom or homecoming. They missed out on a ton of connecting and asking people out. Yeah, they, they kind of caught up. But if you go up to a, you know, yeah, they, they're, they don't know who they are. They're trying to create who they are. But they just don't have the experience. So I'm, that's kind of how I look at it. They're more comfortable committing, yeah, talking through text messages, DMs, and all that stuff. Just trust me, I, I have kids in this age group. Yeah. So this is going to be a big thing. Yeah, the they, them, that came across when they were young. They're starting to go to 6th grade, 7th grade, maybe 10th grade, 11th grade. Now there's they, them. The pronouns. They grew up with Black Lives Matter as the backdrop. Just like for us, it was the L.A. riots and Rodney King. They grew up with Black Lives Matter, Black Lesbian Matters. Global warming. Yeah, it's messed up. It's messed up. And yeah, man. Yep, no senior trips, no college visits. Yeah, man, this is a little mess. Apparently, guys, speaking of age gaps, uh, what's up with young, attractive black women going after older white men? He says the age gap is much larger than five years. Yep. So remember, what, what applies for you doesn't apply for white men. <laughs> so, yeah, they will make an exception if the bag is good. You're absolutely right. Yep. It's normally black men that have the age gap constraints. That's what I'm finding. For black women, if the age gap is wide then they'll, and they're younger, they'll be like, hey, stop. If, they, if the age gap is wide and they're older, they'll be like, you go, girl. If the age gap is wide and you're both black, they'll be like, watch out. If the age gap is wide but it's a white man or a Latina guy or a Jewish guy or Asian guy, they'll be like, go for it. Yeah, it is what it is. Also, somebody said the rise of the red pill, right? Let's not uh, dismiss that. The rise of the red pill was during Gen Z's early developing experience with women. So that peaked in 2020. That started the peak in 2020. Andrew Tate, Kevin Samuels, and the rest of the space. Oh, by the way, the courts know about the manosphere. I got a I got an early bird here. I, I know they know about it, but I had a conversation today. I can't really be explicit. But the manosphere and red pill is known by family law and the courts. The conversation, I'm going to share this with you later on. But these, these terms, lawyers are dealing with them. Trust me. They're dealing with them in cases. Like, it's well known. These lawyers know. Don't think they don't know about the manosphere and red pill and CGA. They know all about it, and, and it's coming up in cases. So watch out for that. That's going to be the new one. That's going to be the new one, and divorce is coming up. It's going to come up. Hey, my, my, my husband started watching CGA, and that ninja started talking reckless about women. Mm, 
Yep, they waking up, man. And they know, man, they these these lawyers and all these judges, they know, especially then what happened to that guy, uh, the judge in Maryland. Yeah, man, shout out to, uh, we got Edward says, thanks for what you do. He says, I don't know how you can stay with such fresh content all this time. He says, I have an age question, though, an age-old question, cardio or weights first. I have natural size, but also have a belly. I don't want to be huge. I just want to burn fat. I would say, for me, I would go with weights first, but it's all different because typically if you uh, drop weight fast, then that could deal with some, you're going to have some problems there with skin elasticity if you drop weight fast and it won't snap to your skin. So you want to progressively lose weight and plan on losing two pounds in a particular uh, in, a, in a month or a week, you you want to not lose weight rapidly and go on some crash diet. That's going to then have your skin hanging off your system. So, um, But also, you can't spot reduce either. It's not a thing, so you can't crunch your way or run your way to losing a belly. Because um, then what's going to happen is you're going to look funny. Anyway, but yeah, man, just trust me on this one, man. I, I That's a great question. It is going crazy here. Dr. Thunder says... PS5 and Squashy. I don't know, should I have said your name? PS5 and Squashy, that too. Gen Z, I'm sorry, yeah, Gen Z. PS5, Squashy. Yeah, also if you look up, if you look up, look up, um, oh shit, I was going to say something, I forgot. Shout out to Logan XO, uh, X08 says, happy belated birthday, hope the weekend was good. It will, it was, it was. But um, um, if you look up um, college programs, have um, esports teams, and this is definitely for Generation Z esports college teams. All right, let me see you here. Let me see if I can get some pictures. I want to see if I can get some pictures here. All right, here we go. Yeah, here we go. This is a good one right here. So this is the idea now. Now they have esports as intercollegiate athletics. So this is the University of Utah esports team, the varsity esports. Now, I'm not making fun of this, but this is where we're going. This is where we're going, guy. And this is going to be in the military. This is going to be because people are very technology savvy. Okay, uh, this is the Barton College esports team. Barton College, uh, what school is this? This is the Columbia College Cougars esports. Okay, uh, we also have the least amount of testosterone of any men in this age group. We have, uh, let's see here, all major universities have them. Let me see if I can get a university here. What university is this? You can get your Letterman. You can get your Letterman jacket out here, Ninja. All right. It's out here. They out here active. Mystic College. This is the uh, Rocket League college team. Let me see what school is that. That looks like, uh, okay, Bethany Vikings. I, I, some of these schools I can't recognize here. Esports is, um. here's, uh, is that Missouri? Oh, Colorado College. College Tigers esports. So esports is basically you play video games for sports. Randolph College esports team. I mean, some of these guys look like 
and girls. Some of these girls, look at these bodies by hostess. I mean, <laughs> shout out to all my esports guys. But, uh, you know, you can get you a scholar. You can get you a scholar for shiggity. Hold up for a second. I want to get a big school because they got big schools out here. Let me see something. They got big schools doing it. Esports, esports. Okay, let me see here. Let me go back. And they invest money. They give them a whole studio and all that shit. All right, let me go back. Yep, so they've got gamers. Okay, Boise State has an esports. Let me see what, let me see here. Boise State esports. Boise State esports. They have an arena. Oh, shit. Look at this. Holy mackerel. So look, they got an arena. Is that the Boise State Esports Arena? Holy moly. Ninja times have changed. All right, let me let me see if they have, I want to see what the team look like. Varsity Esports at Boise State. All right, Varsity Esports. Yeah, man, we, we live in a new world here. All right, so there we go right there. Boise State Varsity Esports. It, oh, wait, you can't see it? There you go right there. I guess I had it on the search. But these are the guys right here. They 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 playing. Where's it? visit our arena? Okay, it's a little bit slow. Boise State Esports Arena. I kind of showed you a clip already. Oh, there it is, right there, right there. There's the guys. Esports. So this is Gen Z. This is Gen Z. Just know Gen Z are Boise State. You can get you a scholar. They got the Broncos, the uniform and shit. By the way, they have these teams on YouTube as well. Um, if I'm not mistaken, there are certain teams. I can't remember the team names, if you will. Somebody can help me out. Uh, FaZe. Let me go ahead and go pull up FaZe. FaZe Esports. FaZe Clan. So they have teams on YouTube as well. And um, here's FaZe right here. So there's people here that are FaZe Esports. Right there. All right. And so what they do is they compete on YouTube, I think. And they have uh, definitely a, a large group in competitive. There was an NFL player on one of the phase teams, if I'm not mistaken. There's the, there's the guys right there. Oh, there's Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's in phase. Phase clan. There's Kyler Murray. Remember they was talking about him playing video games? So Kyler Murray, there's an NFL player there. I think Juju Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster was on a phase team. And they be making money, fam. They be making money. I think phase clan is the OG. This is the Fortnite phase clan. So, yeah, man, I, I just think, I just think where people don't realize where this is going. Somebody said, I'm confused. Yeah, oh, and then, of course, you, you know, this is a great conversation. Maybe we'll do a show on this. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to do some research because there's a lot. Go oh, here they got a female phase of the female phase, all female professional esports right here. They got a female. Uh, these girls look like there you go. They got a female phase and they go a couple of Ling Lings, a couple of the Asians and the white. And where the sisters at? They still trying to run around here hoeing. All right. Uh, let me find Juju, Juju, uh, Juju Smith, the football player. Here is, here it is right here. So this is an NFL player 
It says right here, Faze played Cod with Juju. He plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I I think he plays for the um the Kansas City Chiefs now, if I'm not mistaken. I think he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. I can't remember what team he plays for. But he's in one of the teams right there. Yeah, and dude, I'm telling you, man, it goes even work. It it goes even more deeper than this. Like people fly drones for competition. They make it in a bag. Well, who does he play for now? He plays for the, I think he plays for the Chiefs. But man, this is a bigger, oh, the Patriots. He played for the Patriots? All right. But um, people are flying drones for competition. This is where Gen Z is going with it. He plays for the Patriots? Okay. Uh, people are going with it. So when you talk about Gen Z, they just a different breed. They're going to be a different breed. They're going to have different necessities, different things that entertain them. Also, also, this is also when you learn how much income these people are generating from doing this, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, what? They making what? Same thing as YouTubers. You're like, YouTubers making what? And you sit and going to work every day, right? And, and, and doing what you're doing. And then you're like, maybe I'll try. It's too late. It's too late, Ninja. They already kind of head, they they already ahead of the game in terms of developing these ideas. And oh look, uh apparently FaZe team was on Sports Illustrated. I'm not sure what copy that is. July 2021. FaZe Clan becomes first esport organization to grace the cover of Sports Illustrated. I never knew about this. But this is during the pandemic. This is during the pandemic. There's an example right there. Also, if you look at the AMP, Kai Sinat, and the AMP house, shout out to the AMP guys, that they blew up during the pandemic. And Kai Sinat has been riding that wave. So Gen Z was at home. Kai Sinat was probably 18, 19. He's the biggest streamer in 2023. Because these people got together and um, they entertained Gen Z while they were at home. Let me see if I can pull up AMP Kai. Here's an example here of AMP. So these, this is what Gen Z is doing. This is what Gen Z is doing, y'all. If they're, they're either watching it or doing it. They're either watching it or doing it. They're not out here chasing holes. And matter of fact, the funny thing is, there's another guy that I watch. And I'm going to say this, and a lot of you guys are going to be mad. But in the clip, these young guys, I think the guy's name is Daquan. He does like, um, he's a young brother in Atlanta. And they were talking about uh, these guys, they're doing well with their social media. They're making a lot of money. They're buying cars and all this shit. And in the clip, they was like, hey, y'all out here buying too much pussy. Like that was the part of the conversation because they had the bread. And they were saying that, they not go, they not getting girlfriends. They're not getting booze. They out there buying puss. Now, they might have been joking, but that's what the, one of the videos was talking about. I was like, yo, this shit is wild. So you got to really study Gen Z. Study Gen Z. Is it? Yeah, I think that's the guy. He's pretty. Uh, is it Daquan or Daquan? Somebody says esports been around for a while. Yeah. But now it's now 
it's it's too late, right? For a guy that like, oh, let's start. Like it's been around for a while. Now it's gathering momentum. But they like they got the money, so they just <laughs> like they just buying the girls, using them up, gone. Hey, it is what, dude. We're in a new world. I wish I could find it. But I was watching the video that came up, and that's what they was talking about. They was like, man, hey, man, you've been out here wasting your money and buying girls, buying puss. Like, yo. And the girls their age, they'll do it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you guys got to catch up, man. You got to kind of catch up. This is what I do. I study these people, man, because they are, for me, they're the future. They're, they're the future. You guys got to, not that guy. You're talking about Daquan Wilshart, not that guy. That's another guy. I don't want to throw his name under the bus. That's not the guy I was talking about. So it's not that guy. It's another guy. But they already figured it out. Y'all trying to really, you know, you trying to really figure out what's going on and we need to get people together. I study these people because these people are the future. They're the future employees. They're the future of dating. They're the future of marriage. When I said, when I said, when, when, when Kevin Samuels was alive, one of my criticism was I said, marrying old Gen X people ain't the answer. It's not the answer. So marrying people in their late 30s and 40s and going into 50s, it's not the answer. You know who's the difference and the difference makers are and who you should be marketing to, who you should be setting your business to? Gen Z, RDC world. I think that might be them. That Gen Z is the future. Like, we ain't going back to the old days and the old ways. Oh, that's not them, but that's another group of guys. But, yeah, those guys, too. And he said, the future's already gone. Yeah, I mean, ready player one. Ready player one. We're going ready player one, Ninja. (laughs) We ain't going to the old days no more. Them old days are gone. The old days where we sit at the church. Yep, these people never meet you. He says, never met, met your boss in person. They work out here. They, guys, there's some young guys out here making so much money just doing streaming, YouTubing. And I study them because I always try to figure out when I have an idea, I'm not looking at old people's YouTube. I'm always looking at the you, the young people. And I'm like, I'm trying to look at what these young people are doing. What are they watching? I'm not trying to make content for them. But I'm also trying to look at Okay, what are kids trying to do? What are you getting your kids into? Are you going to throw away 80 grand in college? Are you going to throw 80 grand at your kids in college? Just be sitting out here doing stupid shit? Or could you be like, hey, man, invest in your kid. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying. For people that say gaming is a waste of time, streaming is a waste of time, I'm like, how? Like, like you want them to be cutting edge. And you know what's going to come up next? Here's a blue chip, and I got to get out of here. You know what's coming up next? These jobs, the jobs related to gay, uh, to social media are the next jobs. Meaning that they're going to have, uh, they already have it, but what I'm saying is these are going to be mainstream normal. Like people that work for companies that just do social media. It's, it's here but those are going to be the future jobs. They just do AI. They just do editing. They just do where they're not in front of the camera. They just do thumbnails. It's already here, but that's going to be the future going ahead. 
They already edit skits. They want to get you doing skits five times a day. That's going to be the cutting edge. He says they they ain't they aren't jobs. I'm telling you. <laughs> those are the jobs. Those are jobs. If you don't, if you don't, if you if you fight this, if you fight this, you're gonna miss the boat. Those are the jobs. Coding, editing, uploading, those are the jobs. Ninja, it ain't going backwards. Some people, man, there's people that just sit back and edit YouTuber shit and, and upload it to their site. The YouTuber just basically just record their blog, maybe edit it, maybe not, and have another person edit it somewhere over there, have another person upload it, have another person with the thumbnail, and they just go bang, 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 pumping out content. And you're wondering, you're wondering, how come you can't keep up? Why can't I keep up with these other YouTubers? Guys, it's a wrap now. The days of old where you could just jump on YouTube with a camera, gone. The days of old where you could just upload one video, gone. One video a day, three videos a week, those days are gone. Ninja, you have to, and this is a blue chip, go to my money mindset. You have to be putting out multiple videos a day to keep up. Let's just say you're not on YouTube. You're going to have to be on Instagram putting out three, four videos a day. And, and three memes. <laughs> the celebrities are over here now. Uh, Cameron, Mace, Stephen A. Smith. They had to come over here now. The days where you could just sit there with your phone like AMS, shout out to AMS, gone. Gone. There's YouTubers putting out three, four, five videos, and you can sit there and say they're watering down the content, but it's too, it's too late. The pace you're trying to keep up with Gen Z. What is Pearly? How old is Pearl? How old is Pearl? She's like 26. So she's literally technically a young millennial or a zennial. She would be a zennial. You got to keep up with Pearl. <laughs> Tyreek is over here. The young brother that plays for Colorado football. I found his YouTube page. The young brother that plays for the young hunter. He plays for Colorado football. He got YouTube. Man, the days are gone where y'all ninjas could come on here and and I'm gonna tell y'all another one, another thing. You long-winded ass. I know I'm long-winded, but I'm somewhat entertaining. But you long-winded baby boomers, you long-winded ass zennials, I mean millennials, you long-winded ass Gen Xers, ninja speed your information up. Speed your information up. Y'all ninjas be hemming and hawing and dragging the shit out and thinking. Ninja, they just, ninjas want to get to your stuff, get to the next thing, get to your stuff, get to the next thing. Travis Hunter is the guy. Shannon Sharp's over here. Man, I'm telling you, yeah, people think that um, these aren't jobs. These are the jobs of the future. You can do this as a side hustle right now. But, you know, if you miss the boat on being a content creator, being a what I call the talent, if you missed the boat, that doesn't mean you can't get your kid involved or you involved in the one of the back end jobs. Get into the back end jobs. Get into the, these are the future. They're gonna you gonna, people are making a lot of money. Oh, and you see here because I have a live stream are my main ways to do this. But have you been noticing? I had the other channels going doing different type of content. I I'm seeing the trend. Live streams are great. 
But not everybody's going to sit in front of the computer and watch you for three hours a day, twice a day. So I'm like, I got to deliver other content to stay relevant, stay relevant, relevant. I can't just depend on this. At some particular point, they're going to phase out. I'm going to be too old. You know, I'm already too old for a lot of people. So 50, 51, 55, Kevin Samuels was in that age range. If you're popular, it works. If you're just starting off, it's going to be difficult. So you better figure out how to do other shit. Anyway, I'm giving y'all too many free blue chips. But if anybody thinks that these jobs ain't jobs, what you're going to find out is you're going to go get a job and they're going to do tell you to do exactly that and you're going to get paid $50,000 a year. And you, they're going to tell you to do learn how to do that when you get to that job and the other job you have to do. <laughs> That's in addition to the other job that they hired you to do. Then they're going to be like, you know how to do social media? You know how to do tagging? You know how to do this? Hey, you're going to be responsible. Y'all better catch up. <laughs> Y'all better catch the fuck up. There's 20-year-old people making more money than they fathers out here. There's 22-year-old Gen Z men making more money than their fathers. Right here. Having fun, blowing up houses, right? Causing a stir. Look at these boys. All these boys in this picture, the majority of them are millionaires. And do they look like millionaires? Do they dress in suits? Are they flashy? Are they flashing watches? They don't look like millionaires, do they? But they are. <laughs> you better catch up. All these boys making millions. And we can call them tippy-toe. We can call them whatever we want, Gen Z, Gen Zooted. But this is where we are at. This is where we're at. And hopefully they hold on to it. Yep. They all are millionaires. Over twice over. By the way, Kai Sinat probably makes a million dollars a month. A month. And he ain't doing much, but I mean he's a humorous guy. He probably making a million dollars a month. Uh, the young brother in the uh the orange, he has the uh white sweatshirt. He probably making a million dollars a month. Maybe a week. I'm not I'm not counting I'm not counting pockets. Somebody said cap. Oh man. I know. Are you trying to are you trying to troll me? I wouldn't lie to you. I wouldn't lie to you. Kaisen, hold on for a second. Trust me, I study this and I'm here to give you this. Income per month. He's the top Twitch streamer. <laughs> right? He's the top Twitch streamer in subscription. All right. Uh he got uh they're saying in the, well, this is in 2023 of August. People are saying a million five a month. Some people are saying estimated 455,000 a month. Some people are estimating 230,000 a month. A month. I'm not, I'm not pocket watching. I'm just letting y'all know. And of course it, it goes up and down. So that's that's where it's at. Some people saying one hundred and seventy five thousand a month. That would be low end because uh, if you look at his Twitch numbers, his Twitch numbers are that high. Uh, we got uh, 
Yeah, these guys are, it says reported net worth $12 million. I mean, if you just do the money alone, he get mad paid. That's the little guy. I think he's about five foot three. Again, these things don't matter anymore. They don't, it, it doesn't matter anymore. I think it's the guy right here. He's like five three, five four. And recently he um he he has uh offset. Uh, he's getting a lot of rappers. Um what's the girl name? Icy Spicy. Yeah. I know somebody's in here mad or you're trying to trigger me or troll, but it ain't gonna work. Anyway, it is what it is. I know, but it is what it is. Shout out to our brother Gene Mason with the co-sponsorship. Shout out to you. Hope you get motivated. Join the Money Mindset if you want to get your content creation on. I got ideas for you and inspiration. Shout out to uh, Zero Fallout. The last couple of League of Legends championship viewership has been higher than the NBA Finals. Rick Fox's son was on one of the teams. Yeah, man. And it's very quiet right now. It's very quiet. Like, nobody really knows this. Nobody's paying attention. And we're talking about dating and virgins. And nobody's really paying attention. I've been paying attention, mostly because my son's this age, and he's been helping me out, so he'll tell me. But um, he'll be like, hey, check this out. Look at this and see what they're doing. They're doing this. They're making videos like this. Anyway, yeah, man, it's one of those things, man. But look, and somebody said these dudes on YouTube making more than mainstream rappers. I actually made that point. I told y'all. I was like, um, these rappers aren't, aren't making that much money. Not today, they aren't. All right, the the YouTuber, the streamers are making way more money than rappers. It ain't even close. It's not even a discussion. It's not even a discussion. It is not even close. They, they're making way more more money than the. Like if they're not Drake and they're not the big rappers, they're making way more money. All right, it is what it is. All right, anyway. Somebody got bored. I see what it is. It's okay. You don't have to stay. You don't have to stay. You can leave. <laughs> All right. We're just having a little bit of fun. I know somebody was inspired, but I hope you are inspired. We're in a new day, guys. We're in a new day. So get ready or get left behind. There's a or get left behind, but there ain't no going to be no, oh, man, I should have done it. I should have made, I should have made a website. And they're just making websites. <laughs> All right. <laughs> get the likes up on the way you help, man. And I got to get in the showers, man. Shout out to the Coast Game. Peace. <laughs>